0: Yeah, shirked off that that creepy guy that ran Homeland Security. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak.
1: It's Thursday, September 30th, 2010. Time for your Gitmo Nation media assassination, episode 239er.
2: This is no agenda.
1: Preparing for my Gitmo jewelry package to arrive here at the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West, the People's Republic of Southern California. In the morning, everybody,
0: I'm Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, where the fog has returned finally, I'm John C. Devore. It's Crackpot and Buzzkill. In the morning. Yo. In the morning to you, Joe. So how's the weather down there? Is it still hot? Uh, No,
1: it it finally cooled off. Uh, Yesterday we actually had uh, a couple of droplets of rain. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and a rainbow global we, we had a yeah, global global, glo- rainbow. <laughs>
0: global warming i know <laughs> hey, in, double in,
1: in the morning to uh, all ships at sea and all the human resources in the chat room but no agenda chat.net. hope you're all charged up and ready to go the way your government loves you because uh, gitmo nation is alive and well my friends and very strong
0: so I understand you're not feeling your best.
1: No, yesterday, I, um, I think Mickey gave it to me. I had like a throat ache and I had a fever yesterday. It's really weird.
0: Was it something you ate or you think it's a nope. virus? No, I think it's uh, just a virus. A uh, throat ache. I mean, does that come from something
1: you eat? No. You <laughs> are, you, are you Googling? <laughs> throat ache.
0: Hmm, let me see what he could have. <laughs> I'm going to see if the uh, spreadsheet came in.
1: It came in uh, like at uh, one this morning.
0: You got, oh, really? You, yeah, you got to go way I back did it last night. Oh, yeah, that's you, why I didn't see it. Yeah, you got to go way back. I got, like four hundred pieces of mail between midnight. And <laughs> I, nine. Know, I know. I was
1: like, did Eric fall out of bed, or did he n- was not able to get into bed? I don't know what happened. But uh, uh, no, no was it, it was uh, it was it was real early. No, that was actually quite good. And so anyway, so I feel kind of crappy, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It could also be. Uh,
0: could shit. be swine flu, my friend. Swine flu. Yes, could be the or shit the- they chemtrail over
1: the house. Could be all kinds of stuff. And th- by the way, the helicopters have not stopped. The what do you uh, think that's all about. I don't know, man, and, and 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 no one else seems to know either. And it's uh, Chinooks in formation, and they're um, they're gray. By the way, all these. Uh, so I I don't know which uh, division they belong to, but they're gray. And then there's Blackhawks, and then gray. there's Apaches, there oh. and then there's Maybe Apaches. A- Ap- Ap- Apaches flying over. I don't get it. I I don't understand why. The Apaches are
0: disturbing, yeah.
1: Yeah, particularly because they looked armed and loaded, cocked and loaded. They've got, like, sticks hanging on the side, which to me means, like, missiles and stuff. Hmm. Anyway.
0: So, uh, why don't you ask around? Call the cops and ask them. (laughs)
1: No, I have been asking. I've been I've been asking on the show, and uh, no one seems to know. But everyone else says, "Yeah, that's kind of weird." Haven't seen that for a while. No one seems to care. No one in Los Angeles cares. I'm like what, what? I didn't see it. I didn't see anything, man. Have you seen the new season lineup, though? That's all they care about here. <laughs> have you seen the new shows? Jennifer Aniston can't buy a hit. <sighs> that's all the talk is here, man. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's totally useless. Totally useless. Hey, anyway, I had a a very nice week, though. Um, Of course, now I have wheels. I have a a 1999 Saab Niner 3 Turbo. Uh, (laughs) I'm discovering, which cost me three grand. It's a great car. I'm discovering more things about this. Uh, One, the lights do not turn off. They turn off when you turn
0: off the key. (laughs) It's like they're always on. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why that is. No, there's something. You've got something turned wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the light switch is
1: absolutely uh, ineffective. And uh, there's, this, uh, there's this thing that has there's a button on the dash for a night mode. So you can, I guess, dim your lights or something. It actually cuts out power to the entire dashboard. It's like everything goes off. Not just the light and the dashboard. Well,
0: yeah, it's supposed to, it wants to turn down the lights because at night you don't want to be blinded yeah, by no, your dashboard. No, dash but no, no,
1: but it, it also turns off the fuel gauge, the uh, the tachometer, the speedometer. Everything goes to zero.
0: <laughs> or oh, just turns everything off. Everything's
1: just off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the maybe it's for stealth
1: driving. I don't know. But the uh, the roof is in good condition. It's a convertible, so I I, I just have that down. I'm kind of like. Uh, What's the guy from Californication? No, no, man. You know, what's the guy from Californication who's, uh, who drives the, the, the Porsche convertible with one headlight shot? That's kind of this car, except it's not a Porsche. <laughs> it's a Saab. That's has 113,000 on the clock. Well,
0: I've always thought you were a Saab guy down underneath oh, it all.
1: please. That is so rude.
0: <laughs> why, is that, why is that rude?
1: I'm not a Saab guy. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say. In fact, if anything, I'm a total anti-SAB guy. It's just the worst. But
0: I have to say, the car's nice. It runs fine. No, actually, I've driven those co- SOBs, and they're actually fairly, uh, they're kind of weird. They got weird things like the keyhole. Yeah, it's in the it's middle. Like up and it, down. So if you spill your coffee, the car will never work again. <laughs> It'll never
1: start again. It's right in, between the, in the middle between the seats. Why would they do that? And it's up and down.
0: That's the joke of it. No, it's what do you mean it's up and down? And you put the key down into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would yeah, they do so in that? In other words, so if you spill something, it goes down into the keyhole. Yeah,
1: that's so true. don't
0: spill anything. Don't spill anything, yeah.
1: Uh, but anyway, 113,000 miles, and it's still going strong. Starts yep. every morning, boom, like that. Yeah, so anyway, but, but it was, so it was a days. nice week that I had a car to toodle around, and uh, <coughs> didn't talk to you at all since the last show, which is also always nice. Because, you know, then when I, it's kind of like, you know, like a girlfriend I haven't seen in a while. Now I feel good about talking to you.
0: Yeah, and you don't get to, and you get to hear these stories about what's going on at the office.
1: Yeah, you haven't told me what's going on at the well, office. Well, so
0: Butler and uh, Eddie, and people can find Eddie on my blog. He's a, uh, a celebrity. He's a celebrity. He's <laughs> uh, a, <laughs> a celebrity. He's doing a walk-on on house, I hear. Butler, and they went to the, the TechCrunch, uh, douchebag festival
1: oh my goodness i you know we were watching that you actually we did speak we text messages message for a while while we were watching uh john Doe
0: and uh uh bing gordon that the opening uh yeah, and opening then did show. you get, stick around long enough to listen to bing's poem
3: <laughs> yeah
0: Little brother, so anyway, yeah, it was so they, pretty bad <laughs> so be- Butler, who thinks everybody 's a douchebag, goes over there and they decide out of the blue to make up some bullcrap story that they're going to be they 're going to get people to give them their two minute elevator pitch, <laughs> but the microphones aren 't working right Are they 're recording uh, this because of interference, so they 're going to have to hold the mic way up in the air or way down by the ground, so it sounds really good, no, no, so the guy has to bend over. Well, he's giving his pitch like, you know, some, like, so he's talking to the ground. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a professional.
0: And then the other one, he's got the mic way up in the air. So the guy's like on his tiptoes trying to and no. And these guys aren't picking up on it. But anyway, so
1: anyway. All right. Hey, John, did, yeah, uh, the, did anyone um, check in as a uh, producer for this program? Yeah, you
0: know, we got some good producers this week. We got oh, nice. uh, one, two, three, four, five executive producers and one associate. Wow. Okay. And uh, Sweet. So then one, of course, we went to Knighthood, which is Peter Martine. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Uh, Knighthood and executive producer, thousand dollars So Whoa. he's a new Knight
1: friend. Did he just come out of the blue? Yeah.
0: Great. But he's, been, he's been with us before because he's, he's, he's uh, donated before, apparently.
1: Well, thank you. That's, thank uh, you, Peter.
0: Fred Lust. Mm -hmm. Uh, from uh, Kutchenville, Ohio, has finished his knighthood uh, donation with $663.23. And then uh, Paul Couture... uh sir paul uh five four three two one <laughs> i'd like to deem this the hit it donation keep up the great work uh the 10 10 10 coins have sold out oh wow he's done he it again to hasn't gone it? Up for a third how about we promote the tour and tell adam and mickey where to go I've, I've been telling them where to go for a while it doesn't help
1: you know uh mr oil um sent me a note and apparently he has indeed secured the rv for november uh which is great i think we might have to do this tour in two parts i think it's actually really good. So I'm uh, recommending that we drive West Coast to East Coast in November so I can hit uh, upstate New York for Thanksgiving. And then we can drive back. And then, uh, and then you know, maybe in the spring we do some of the colder regions. Because I'm not going to go to Alaska in, in November or December. I just Not with an RV. It doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't like think you're going
0: idea. to Alaska at all. Uh, uh. Uh, Randy Asher came in uh, f- with some uh, funding from his uh, t-shirt sales. Uh, no Agenda Stuff dot com. Cool. Uh, four hundred twenty dollars. He thinks it's the perfect number.
1: So these, yeah, of course, four twenty. It's four twenty somewhere. Hey, but this is so this once again, our model's really working. And I have a couple more things uh, to promote in just a well, moment. Let me get done with oh, yeah, these yeah, let's guys. Get done first. With these, sure.
0: Larry Lee Granite Shoals, Texas three thirty three thirty three. Joshua Brickner, and those are executive producers, and then the associate executive would be Joshua, Joshua Brickner. Loveland, Colorado, Adam and John in the morning. In January, I created the second version of my No Agenda stream iPhone app. Promised 50% of the proceeds would go to you guys. The app has sold almost 400 copies, including both versions. I think people out there should get this for sure at various price points, and uh, and he sent us two seventy one nineteen from. That's great. Which, you know, our, and
1: I, I really... Just, it just makes me smile when uh, when this stuff works, when you get, like, the T-shirts working, the No Agenda Challenge coins, and, of course, we have the ten 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 10 10 coins at noagendafans.com and some other uh, PR initiatives that are uh, fledgling but uh, can certainly work. Robin Bonin. <laughs> uh, hey, Bonin. Bonin. B-O-N-I-N. Robin Bonin. Hey, uh, John, and I just want to let you guys know I purchased the domain noagendagolfballs.com. I work for GolfBalls.com. dot com. We recently started a line of golf balls that allow you to select a logo to print on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I created a no agenda category allowing anyone to order no agenda logoed golf balls. They are beautiful. If you're a golfer, then these golf balls are for you. No Agenda
0: Golfballs. dot com. Actually, they would also make a good gift. They make to a. a they make a friend. great gift.
1: Yeah, and this beautiful. It's got the. Um, the, you know, our no agenda in the morning logo, you can get this two different logos. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful set. I'm not a golfer, but if I was, I'd be, and you can hit your own balls in the mouth. Hmm. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that should be their uh, slogan. Hit your own balls in your mouth. Um, there's a no agenda LinkedIn group, which uh, just started. I, I was a little confused about this. I, I know you saw the email as well. Is there anything special that has to be done here, or do we just all well, I think you have to group? join
0: the group though, when you're in LinkedIn. Okay, well... I don't know if you require... I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I'm not a big joiner. No, but you, right, you, so- you're listed, though. You're listed as manager of the group. I think... Oh. Yeah, hold on. Think- <laughs> oh, you need to manage well, it. Yes, there's another one of my fine uh, <laughs> uh, 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 things I do. Yeah, here yes, is managers, do. manager John C. Dvorak. You're a manager. Okay, well, I'm a manager of the group, but the point is, is that I think you have to get either invited, or or I think you can invite yourself into the group, and then the group just needs to approve. Maybe it's only
1: for knights and. uh, No, I think it's for anybody who wants
0: to. If if you're a LinkedIn and you want to be in the No Agenda LinkedIn group, I think you should just be a member. It's not. It's not a knights club. Most of the knights, I don't think, are even on LinkedIn. They're all, you know, people that are out of that uh, rat race.
1: Then we have uh, NoAgendaBadge.com, now the newly restyled, redesigned, uh, including a new slave badge. Part of the redesign is uh, using the Human Resource Officer badge to raise $5,000 for the show. So this is the virtual badge, $1 each. Actually, I I got uh, Badge 001 Crackpot for myself and donated $1. Uh, these badges are nice, and you get an email with your badge. It's customized, with, and you can put it on your website. It's, you could also cut it out and paste it on your T-shirt, perhaps. But he actually says he has, this is uh, Justin, says he has a manufacturer for the physical producer badges. Once he finds 25 people willing to purchase the first series, he'll place an order for 27, so you and I, John, will uh, each get a badge as well. 100% of the profits from the physical badge go to the show, and 75% of the image... Human, uh, human resource officer badges go to the show. Uh, the other 25% is for my own Hookers and Blow. Excellent, Justin. Then there's um, uh, these are kind of cool. The No Agenda QR code t shirts.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I'm surprised we haven't done that uh, earlier. Somebody hasn't done that. Yeah. So you can just. There, uh, there's, there's, what is it? Does it link directly to NoAgendaShow.com yeah, or what's yeah, the link so,
1: Yeah. So if someone scans your t shirt, the QR code, it, uh, it links to NoAgendaShow.com. Uh, com. The t-shirt has the QR code. And in the morning, if I make any money off the meager percentage, I will donate the proceeds to No Agenda. That's from JB. And uh, and then I had also promised to um, promote NoAgendaTV.com, who uh, do a great job of pulling out all of the videos uh, in the show notes at com and uh, propagating those. So go out and check that. And, of course, uh, check out the links that rock section uh, in the show notes, that uh, that's really where you can find all these great initiatives. And uh, thank you so much. And and of course, special thanks to Peter Martin, Fred Lust, Paul Couture, Sir Paul, Sir Randy Asher, and Larry Lee for being our executive producers of this episode, uh, episode two three niner of the No Agenda Show. As you know, you can put that on your resume; it's a real credit. Uh, some of you uh, need new business cards, which are longer now. You have so many associate uh, or executive producer credits. And, uh, and, of course, Joshua Brickner is our associate executive producer. Uh, again, it's uh, highly appreciated uh, all the work that you guys do in, uh, in uh, helping us uh, sustain the show. And we'll talk more about that, of course, during our support segment. And then all the rest of you out there, you need to go out and propagate the formula. You know what to do. It's real simple. Say it loud our and proud. The formula is this. We go out,
4: we hit people in the mouth.
1: on the, uh, I think it's the t-shirt site, Uh, there's uh, a link that says, shop, you slave. (laughs) (laughs) Or else. You know, um, Mickey had a couple people over. Um, That's where he got sick from. No, it's possible. Actually, it was a, um, one guy was an artist, and the other guy was like a part, you know, like a hobby gallery holder, a a gallery, gallery dude. Um... But what's interesting, he actually invests. He has a hedge fund or something. I don't know. He's a money guy, and I think uh, not a bullshit money guy. And this guy, you know, I'm, I'm, and you are usually, particularly in L.A., I'm like, nah, you know, what? What is this douchebag? You know, everyone, Everybody every, every, full every, everybody's full of shit, right? And I'm like, so I'm very apprehensive. And then I start, you know, this guy start, you know, he's starting to sound like he's for real. You know, I'm listening. And uh, and you know and I was busy doing stuff and they've been out for an hour or so and so I joined them out on the deck and uh, <laughs> you know it becomes pretty apparent pretty quickly where I stand on any issue discussed although I'm really laid back and I'm mellow right and then the guy says yeah, I'm really interested to know what you think of Blackwater and I'm like you mean Gazi he says yeah I said well you know besides uh, you know the thirty thousand black ops in uh, in Pakistan uh, drones killing people uh, the gun smuggling the drug smuggling yeah, someone's got to do the job. The guy says, "Hey, the drugs weren't true, man." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so apparently his fund is 20% invested in uh, in Blackwater. So I get all kinds of inside dirt, but the most the funniest thing though is the name change. I'm like, "Why why did they change the name if it wasn't obvious enough?" You know what the answer is? SEO, why? SEO. Because if you just enter Z, X, E, you'll never find it. Because, you know, it's like the most common.
0: Oh, they want to they minimize SEO. Yes, they
1: want to minimize SEO. So that's <laughs> they shows the craziest name that is, you know, that is impossible to search for.
0: You should just change the name to The.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think The.com is available. They were able to get Z.com. And by the way, there's there's no drugs. That's not their culture. So I had a great chat with the guy. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, nice little uh, some info, inside info. So they info. were
0: over checking on you. I guess so. <laughs> no other reason for that guy to be there. You don't know who he is.
1: No, nah, he, he seems okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: I, I'm not too worried. Well, I wouldn't be. Yeah. In the, they already have the Blackhawks over the house. What do you need? The yeah, really? You know, the really? Apaches. <laughs> the, the Apaches
1: are worrisome. Blackhawks I can deal with, but Apaches, hmm. They look kind of ominous.
0: So uh, I, this is the last of this, by the way. The last show finally appeared on television. Oh,
1: wait! We're gonna do another, uh, another uh, new season of television clip. This is it,
0: (laughs) and I only have two clips. But so they brought out Law and Order: Los Angeles, which is totally it's it's remarkably misnamed. It should be Law & Order Douchebags. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the thing's a douchebag. The criminals are douchebags, the cops are douchebags, the DAs, everybody. It's unbelievable. And to give you an idea what the show, where the show's heading, what it's going to be about, play clip, the first clip, Law & Order Los Angeles, and you'll get a clue. Okay. Colin cheated on Miranda with Chelsea Senate. They did E at the club, then some coke back at her place.
5: My daughter loves her in those two dance school movies.
0: Those were Disney movies. She was just a kid.
5: How old is she now? Oh, 20. Exactly. Is there a point you're making that I'm missing? Look, 99% of 12-year-old girls were killed to be the the illegal, drinking, e-popping, club-crawling Chelsea Senate.
1: Wait a minute. They're talking about Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) This is about Lindsay Lohan, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And and then we'll you the stories about Lindsay Lohan and her mom, but it's you know they have it twisted. They also have they have the angle of the burglaries that were going on around your place.
1: Oh yeah the uh, the bling the bling ring
0: gang the bling raiders and and the thing is on this case Lindsay Lohan or Chelsea whatever her name is mom was the ringleader. But to get it (laughs) to get a little more (laughs) to get a little more flavor. Play the second clip, which which is a one of the girls that's in this little group of of, of uh, I don't know what he, what to call them, but she uh, is the, it, kind of a. This sets sets the bar just a little higher about the <laughs> level of bull crap that we're going to have to listen to if anybody w- really wants to watch this show. Bag of retail. How much is that worth?
4: Two thousand, maybe.
0: So when exactly were
3: the items stolen?
4: March 9th. It was Chelsea's birthday. We got kicked out of Mondrian. Then she threw a drink at her ex at Avalon, the ridiculous one with the reality show KK. When I got home, I was packing for London to go visit my parents when I realized the shirt was gone.
5: Why didn't you report it then?
4: I was going to London.
5: You realize there's probably a dozen more
0: Vickys out there. Don't even okay,
3: know yeah, they've that's been great. ripped but It's almost over. No, no,
5: burglary's still burglary, and Miranda's not
0: Vicky. All so, right. This is, this is, is you, just... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait. I don't know if you can back it up. That, that funny thing is I clipped that, that part of the end off, but the, when she says, I'm going to London, I want you to listen. There's about a six... Yeah, six-second so delay, about, yeah. There's about a... Well, it's actually not even that long. It's about three seconds, which <laughs> seems like an eternity on television. But listen to what they're playing.
5: Okay.
4: I realized the shirt was gone.
5: Why didn't you report it then?
4: I was going to London.
0: You realize it's probably... A, okay. So they're playing this little ditty. Now, in the original Law & Order series, they would play, you know, dogs barking and sirens going off. And now, the, now it's house music. background music. Now it's house Here music. Here they're playing... They're playing some dipshit music <laughs> that's like ding dong music that is like, what are they, you know, what is the message here? What, what, are, what, what is the mood they're trying to get the audience into? I don't know. I think this show is a, a complete disaster
1: well no i think that they're right on message actually because what what you're hearing there in the background is what you hear in the mondrian hotel it's what you hear at every at the sls hotel at all these hipster hotels where everybody hangs out in los angeles this is exactly the music that is plays this this Realized crap listen, listen. Gone. Did, did,
6: did, did. why didn't you
1: report it then
6: well, I was going it's, to London. London.
1: it's called lounge music whatever and it's crap, and and I think they're right on message, John. This is very interesting because uh, this is all about all the little girls have to be like Lilo, and uh, and get your Gitmo jewelry, which uh, we predicted and has now come true. Yep. And not only that, but the best part about uh, Lindsay Lohan is that she was out hawking her pictures to uh, paparazzi agencies. She was she was trying to get ten grand from anybody who would uh, who would pay for it yeah for her Shooter. to pose with her scram bracelet here 's the um, this is from uh, a, a site called uh, what is it Shutter Voice, which I guess is uh some kind of paparazzi uh, site and uh, and here they actually say that she was calling up different uh, paparazzi photo distributors uh yeah according to several online magazines celebrity. Was last seen after a post rehab time period. She was attempted to. She was attempting to sell her scram bracelet by marketing her photograph in which the bracelet is hanging around
0: her neck. Well, that's not
1: the right place to have it.
0: No, but that's where it's headed. <laughs> that's it's exactly where it's headed. That's where it's headed. Put and, it on the prediction list.
1: And 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 I'm just like, wow, you know, she's so, now it's so obvious she's on the presidential slut squad. Uh, she she gets called in to promote the Scram bracelet, and yeah, you know, she gets to to make a couple grand on the side by selling the pictures. If anyone thinks it's not true, how can we predict it continuously?
0: Well, it's just like it's like walking down Broadway, but around the neck. Maybe somebody should do noagendapredictions.com Predictions dot com and take keep track of our predictions because it's unbelievable how good we are.
1: I think it actually exists, doesn't it? No
0: agenda. It probably, predictions. Does. probably Two three versions. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, anyway, so that's that's my last review. Hey, of it, it does it does exist.
1: Noagendapredictions.com, dot com, and it's a calendar that is completely empty. Great. Oh, well, somebody didn't follow <laughs> okay. up. Okay.
0: What do you want for nothing? All right. Yeah. All right. So meanwhile, uh, the SVU show, which has actually taken, I think, is now the lead show for propagandizing the public, uh, because it, you know that we more talked than, about more, it last more
1: than more than what we just heard. Be like Lilo? Are you kidding me? There's more. Yeah. It gets yeah, no, worse. I'm about,
0: you know, I'm talking. I'm talking about spot-on messaging that is going to have an impact immediately, not just to dull the the senses of the public. Oh, okay. And so they did this show about some woman who was a, a serial rapist that they pretty much they could do everything they wanted. Uh, I mean, they had all the evidence against the guy except for one thing. The one girl was going to testify against him. Apparently, he had been raped by him ten years earlier, and uh, and now that's 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 gone beyond the statute of limitations and and but they could probably they sold the rape kit but nobody did anything with the rape kit it just sat there for 10 years and then it became degraded and they couldn't prove anything and so this guy almost got off but then they then they had a tricky ending which i thought was lame because they had the you know they had this whole story went 55 minutes of you know trying to get this guy for rape and then they got him for some kidnapping charge and some technicality so i say well that's it's an interesting story Boom! So I listen to the news. Play the news after SVU. This is the local news. So cast. this is right after the show. This is the local. Well, no, actually, news there cast. was the Law and Order: of Los Angeles, then the news. Okay. Well, tonight, lawmakers in San Francisco
7: are working on a bill that would require DNA from every rape kit. Be tested. That after revelations that some rape kit samples have been sitting untested for months, even years, in the city's crime lab, leaving victims with little justice. NBC Bears' Vicki Wynn joins us now with more on this new mandate.
4: Supervisor Michaela Alioto Pierce says the law will be ready for review in two weeks. She says it would require the timely testing of DNA samples in every rape or sexual assault case. They have a backlog of 4,000 rape kits. He says, he'll so get me the results when he has them. Untested DNA rape kits, the basis for a Law & Order TV episode. But the backlog is far from fiction. Nationwide, some 200,000 rape kits sit unprocessed on crime lab shelves. In San Francisco, the crime lab is so understaffed. Police Commissioner Jim Hammer says it's unknown
0: right, how many enough. kits sit. So what's the message here? So here, well, no, I'm not. it's not about the messages. That, I'm wondering, here we go. We have the show that runs that night. They have a news story the same night with packaged. clips from yeah, the of show. Of course, it's completely Is this like packaged. Is like a memo that goes out? Okay, here's what we want you to cover on tonight's news. Yeah,
1: that's the news. Here's the news. Shut up, slave. Here's the news. You will run this as News, news, news. It's news. Take it as news.
0: That's exactly I mean, these rape kits weren't, you know, what about last year? They could have started this program then, but so they have to do the SVU. So it's a double whammy. You get the SVU with this message. Oh, terrible. This woman would have, you know, there's, there's no justice. There's, and then they have, I mean, it's just, I was flabbergasted. So there's definitely
1: something going on then with these rape. There's something about rape in general that is coming to the forefront. Did you, uh, the, um, did you see the winner of, of the TechCrunch uh, Circle Jerk? No, I, I, I couldn't take it. It was uh, some chick who, by the way, in kind of a boyish, crazy way, was kind of sexy. And she created a an iPhone app, or I think she hasn't actually created it. It's her pitch, which I'm like, that's a good idea. I should go make that before she even does it. Uh, it's a black box for uh, for women. So it's an iPhone app that runs, and um, it is updating. <laughs> Check it. It's like have some Gitmo, uh, have a Gitmo app. It updates your, um, like the last thirty minutes of your location. It's recording sound. It's a black box. It's a black box for women. So in case you show up uh, or don't show up or show up dead, then they have uh, apparently the black box. They've yeah. got the black box, and that one. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all
5: right.
0: So there's something. There's something going on with, uh, with this. Yeah, we have to start following it uh, or paying more attention to it because there is. I agree. Uh we haven't tuned into it, but it's seeing this sVU show with this uh crazy story that then gets pitched as a news item on the same night
1: and, and people don't even think about the fact that that's actually happening that the entertainment is being promoted with a news story yeah that is being packaged and and the affiliates i guess are are forced to run that.
0: Well, this is on. a local story. I mean, this is a California story, so I assume most of the stations in California ran it, and it was about California in the, in the, in the SVU show. Mm. But I would assume that this kind of thing we're going to start seeing more of, which is, you know, uh, entertainment that is actually a message to, to predispose you to some government action that will take place later. Right. And, yeah, you, know, you get to be disposed because they dramatize it. You get to do the drama, dramatic part of, of what, oh, yeah. why it needs to be done, and then they can tell you the news part, which is supposed to be objective.
1: So um, the new uh, UNODC report is out, John. And, of course, you're thinking, what is the UNODC? What is the UNODC? The UNODC is the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crime. Drugs and crime. Drugs and crime. These are the guys who reported that, uh, you know, $400 billion uh, was uh, funneled from uh, drug money into Wall Street, which actually uh, saved us from uh, economic peril worldwide. These are the guys who um, can tell us, as of uh, today, that uh, opium production in Afghanistan has almost halved in the past year. They have a full report. And, uh, and what we love, John and I, what we really love about the, uh, about the report is the accuracy and the detail of the numbers. Uh, you'd think for something so highly illegal, it would kind of be a guesstimate, but oh no. Oh <laughs> no. They, have it, they know exactly down to the megaton, they know everything. And, and, I, and I had a look through the report. Uh, actually, I should. So the highlight is what BBC here says. The sharp drop is largely due to a plant infection, which has drastically reduced yields, says the U.N. Office on Drugs and Crime, but it warns that production is unlikely to stay low with rising prices tempting farmers to cultivate more opium poppies. And, of course, this is the business that we're in in Afghanistan. That's that's what everyone who listens to the show knows. Uh, and it's true, if you look at uh, the fact sheet, Afghanistan Opium Survey... 2009 net opium cultivation in 2009 was 123,000 hectares. How much? How many acres in a hectare?
0: Uh, it's, uh, you know, I used to know that number, but you it's something like, like double or something just like go, that.
1: Just Google that. Just Google that.
0: Yeah, I'll Google it up.
1: Okay, so now the net opium cultivation in 2010. How much do you think uh, that is? I mean, you know, considering that we're there, we're uh, we're burning the poppy fields. Yeah, it should be know. zero. It's one hundred and twenty three thousand. No
0: change. It literally zero percent change. It has a little a little column. Zero. But that's the way. Change. Hold on. Is it? That makes no sense. We're burning these fields. No, we're not.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Oh no. Oh no, we are. I've seen pictures. And uh, number of poppy
1: free provinces in two thousand nine was uh, 20 poppy-free provinces. How many provinces do they have? Like a 2,000 provinces? I don't know. So 20 of them in we 2009 were poppy-free. How many uh, were poppy-free in 2010, do you think, John?
0: Uh, probably the same number yes, the way you were headed. Yeah,
1: 20. No change. It hmm. actually says no change. Number of provinces affected by opium cultivation, 14 in 2009, and in 2010, uh, 14. That's correct. Now, the eradication... So this is the, um, I think Monsanto is probably in there screwing with everybody because they've got to get some kind of, they, you know, they've got to propagate their, uh, their genetically modified poppies. In 2009, it just says 5,351. I don't know what that number means, and it was half
0: in 2010. By the way, a hectare is 2.4 acres, not two. Okay. I always just right. rounded up to two. Yeah,
1: good enough. Uh, number of households involved in opium cultivation in 2009 was 245,200 Afghani households involved in opium cultivation. 2010? 248700 I mean, they, they've counted the door. They've got, they've where got, they, where they knock, they got a census. <coughs> I'm telling you. They've got Hello? a census. Is the, is, the,
0: is, the, is the man of the house here? Now, yes, I'm the man of the house. Yes, are, are you, you are involved you, uh, in any way in opium cultivation? Yeah, the yeah, whole neighborhood yeah, is. Yeah, okay, okay, thank you. Can, bye. We, can we chalk you up?
1: Can we put your number Can we put you, uh, your number down, we put you down for can a subscription? You, <laughs> Ed McMahon's going to drive by. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's dead. Anyway so then there 's a video on the site, and this is the funniest thing it 's the, the the head of this uh, of the United Nations Office of Drugs and Crimes a Russian um, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah the, the Russian guy is mint and uh, so the, so the, this is how boneheaded these people are. Listen to what happens after thirty seconds so he 's going to do a speech where he 's introducing this report, which of course is yada, 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 yada. Uh, security, terrorism, yada, 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 right? But listen, what happens after 30 seconds?
2: The summary report of 2010 Afghanistan Opium Survey underscores the linkage between opium poppy cultivation and insecurity. Most of Afghanistan's opium cultivation occurs in the thousand and western regions, which are dominated.
1: Now, he's starting to falter already. You can hear him because the guy's Russian. He's, he's just reading off a teleprompter.
2: ...by insurgency and organized criminal networks. The lack of security in these regions compromises the rule of law and limits counter-narcotic efforts. As a result, these regions consistently show very little opium cultivation. Right, let's start it from yes. Also, sometimes into... From from the second from the second paragraph.
1: <laughs> so they've uploaded the video with the with the with the blooper opening it's still intact, and so the guy's like, oh, "Let's start it from the second paragraph. Roll the prompter back. I, I I messed that one up." And then this chick, who's an American, by the way. In the background, you can hear saying, uh, "Could you just do the whole thing over again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no problem. Okay. And then listen to how he starts off. So he just started off with a regular no in the morning, no nothing. He just started off, and now listen to what happens as he starts it off the second time.
2: Agents consistently show very little opium cultivation. Or right, let's start it from. You can stop Also, sometimes
4: stumble.
2: From from the second from the second paragraph. Most against uh, most of Afghanistan, of him. Would you mind doing it all again, Mr. Public? Yes, I, 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 yes, I, yes. Okay, exactly okay, okay, okay. Yes. Just it, take a bit of
0: time for the text to come up. They have this online. Yeah, they they they, they left this online. They left the Nobody video. Nobody bothered to edit it at all. No,
1: no. The guy is just reading prompt. But listen how he starts off. Now this is the funniest.
2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Salaam (laughs) alaikum.
1: What is that all about? Now all of a sudden it's Salaam alaikum? Huh? I don't know. It's unbelievable. So they left this entire first minute and ten seconds, which should have been cut off, they just left it on there. Yeah, and you're the only guy who probably ever watched it. Of course. (laughs) That's what we do, so you don't have to. Now, but you you should really look at this uh, unodc dot org. It's uh, it's funny. It's really funny. And this Russian guy. I mean, what happened to people who were in places of power and uh, representation, just going on and saying, "Hey, you know, this is messed up. Here's what we got to do." No, the guy's got a freaking script. He can't even read it. He doesn't even speak English. He's just a teleprompter. It's, these are puppets, all of them. If if it ever showed how puppetized politics is and the united nations in particular this is it yeah just shut up and read stupid russian slave yeah, throw out an in uh, a sal- uh, salam alaikum will you everybody in the morning to you salam alaikum yeah
0: wow yeah anyway you can find
1: that in the show notes i, I i'll bet you that it stays up there forever they're, they're not even gonna <laughs> yeah, take yeah, it down
0: i'm sure nobody in the UNODC listens to this show they
1: won't even take it down ever they're, ever. they're
0: stoned as we speak <laughs>
1: Anyway, poppy production um, uh, is down because of uh, this horrible uh, um, reduced yields due to a plant infection.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was reading about this plant infection. I can't remember what it was. It was in some of the, one magazine or another, and yeah, it's some sort of a like a plant virus or some or some bug or something. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, well, it's something I'm sure Monsanto will uh, know how to take care of.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to come on in. So, uh, well, let's see what I can. I got one for you. Mm -hmm. We're talking about security. You know, so so supposedly there was a uh, some some horrible plot. Of course, nobody's going to tell us any details, and of, course, and of course we have to assume that. And I I, I believe they're insincere. I almost get the feeling that the, there's an argument at the White House going on. Like, well, you know, Bush used to pull this crap all the time in midterm elections. You know, scare the public and make them think that you know that, that if they don't if they get rid of us, the the, the terrorists will come in. But then the argument counter argument is. Well, I don't know about that because nobody thinks that we're doing a very good job on this. Maybe it's just pointing it out. I mean, you just see the debate going on. So Hillary came out Uh-oh. with a a statement that is the the wimpiest. It just doesn't. She, she's just. She sounds more like John Kerry than anything, and I, and she she hems and haws. She won't say anything. And and this is the official statement on this supposed terrorist thing that took some terrorist thing took place. Actually if you want to play the play the the, the background to this which is the pre Hillary Anderson Cooper Take on terrorism, which is what news Anderson that
3: was great. Anderson Cooper, AC360, CNN, Weeknights, 10 Eastern. Got new rumblings of terror threats, a lot like the bloodbath that played out in Mumbai. Gunmen hitting soft targets like hotels and other oh, tourist this spots, is uh, possibly banks and economic.
1: This is the thing about all throughout Europe that they've they've averted all these horrible terror plots from Al Qaeda. Is that what this is about? Yeah, and
0: they can't tell us anything because it would. Uh, I don't know what it would do. What would it do to tell us that this guy or that guy or somebody else was involved in something? I mean, is there... I mean, what... Do, I don't yeah, get Yeah, no, it. it's,
1: uh, it's like Britain, France, Germany, like the Eiffel yeah. Tower
3: was evacuated.
1: Right, okay, they talk yeah, about Yeah, that. yeah, Okay, good.
3: Assets okay. could explain why Paris officials have evacuated the Eiffel Tower twice in the past couple of days. A federal law enforcement official telling us, quote, the volume seems to be turned up on threat information out of Europe, some of it apparently coming from at least one German in custody. The intelligence pointing to using people with western passports in an attack let's talk about it now with former white house homeland security advisor okay so
1: so this is about uh, there's a couple things going on here and it all does kind of play together and you're right it is about scaring the people the slaves um uh notice the um they have passports you know this is a big thing now
0: this is uh, oh
1: the, yeah you know, that's a the meme yeah the meme is oh there's and that th-
0: meme came out of dubai That Dubai murder of the, uh, I forgot who it was, but the Israelis used the Western passports. Right, 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 right. And that became the meme, and now all of a sudden, oh, Western passports, Western passports. Oh, yeah. You know, which, of course, gives you, you better get an RFID passport. You better do this, you better do that. I mean, this again is, and by the way, the new passport with the RFID in it, which is one I have. Yeah, I got that one I, I thought was what, the most interesting thing I thought about that passport wasn't the RFID, but it's your photo. In every passport I've ever owned, there's a photo of me in the passport that is a photo that was submitted. Mm -hmm. This photo is printed into the passport.
1: It's it's printed right into the paper. It's a very stiff uh, page, even.
0: It's a, it's a, the whole page is printed. In other words, that page is printed with your picture embedded in the print job. Yeah. So I thought that was unique.
3: All right, let's continue with uh, Anderson Vanderbilt. Fran Townsend, and CNN National Security Analyst Peter Bergen. Fran, there are, are, I'm sure, hundreds of threats being monitored around the the world every single day. Why this? Why now?
4: Well, interesting, Anderson. We we see from reports now and talking to intelligence and law enforcement officials, they have an individual in custody, uh, we think, in Afghanistan who we are told is providing really important information they take that information they share it with their with their western european allies like germany like france uh... and i was told by one senior official that they've gotten very good cooperation but the pieces begin to fit and that's what makes this different that's why you see the french reacting uh... then closing or evacuating the eiffel tower they're looking now for keys, and they're particularly focused on these soft targets, Anderson. One person said to me, you know what? We've had a lot of success across two administrations of hardening the sort of government targets and the big ones. And so now it really points to the vulnerability of soft targets, resorts, banks, museums, the places where large groups of people will congregate. And you can have mass casualties and real chaos by one individual. You don't need a whole team anymore.
1: It's all- you know what's interesting, John? I had this very conversation. the um, The motion picture industry and the uh, dramatic television industry in Hollywood uh, is very, very, very worried. What would happen if a uh, What would happen to the business? And I'll give you my answer in a moment. If a terrorist decides to blow up a movie theater, and when I heard this, I said, don't make me laugh. It will never happen." They'll never, ever, 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 ever blow up their main means of communicating with the slaves. They're never going to do that. There never will be a movie theater blown to bits with people in it, ever. However, we'll probably go through naked body scanners, just to make sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good prediction.
1: Yeah, just wait. I mean, you can wait for it
0: not to happen. It will never take place, ever. It's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, this whole thing, if you listen to her talking, this national security expert, she's not saying Jack. It's all no. supposition and bull crap. I mean, if somebody's been fed, Hillary has a harder time doing it, uh, although she does her job and she does it you know, as well as she can. But she's just she's worse. Listen to the Hillary commentary on what just uh, what happened uh, on, on the kind of thing that's going through her through her office.
7: With regard to uh, the intelligence uh, reports of threats.
0: Uh, 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 uh. You're going to get a lot of uhs. Uh, Because, uh, well, you know, I
1: have to hand it to her. She does this all without a teleprompter. She's good. That's why she'll be the next president of the United States. Uh,
7: We are not going to comment on specific intelligence. No. Why not?
1: Shut up, slave. It's none of your business, slave. Slave, shut up, slave.
7: Uh, As doing so threatens to undermine intelligence operations that are critical in protecting the United States and our allies. As we have repeatedly said, uh, we know that al-Qaeda and its uh, uh, network of terrorists uh, wishes to attack both European and U.S. Uh, targets.
3: Oh,
1: I get so tired of this. I get so tired of this network linked to affiliated <sighs> Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. Please.
0: <sighs> you know, uh, we can yeah, Hillary, when she speaks, she sounds like she's talking to a two-year-old. She she <laughs> says yeah. every word. Distinctly. Yes, because she knows that most people are
1: severely undereducated and only understand words like terror, Al Qaeda, link to, terrorism network. Because otherwise they don't understand it. Idiots.
7: uh, Targets. Uh, uh, we continue to work uh, very closely with our European allies on the threat from uh, international uh, terrorism. And uh, terrorism, terrorism, terrorism. Including uh, the role that al-Qaeda continues Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda. to play. And information is routinely shared uh, between the U.S. and our key partners in order to disrupt terrorist plotting, identify and take action against potential operatives uh, strengthen our defenses against potential threats. Uh, this is, threat, uh, threat, as you might uh, very okay. well conclude, uh, one of the uh, principal uh, objectives and certainly one uh, of the most uh, time-consuming efforts uh, that uh, any of us in this administration are engaged
1: Oh, it's so time-consuming protecting you with, with shut up and leave me alone. I'm protecting you.
7: On a, am uh, so tired of protecting you. An hourly uh, basis. Uh, and, uh, uh, I want uh, uh, Americans uh, to know how, uh, vigilant, focused, uh, vigilant we all are in, uh, the government, uh, and how uh, committed uh, we are uh, not only uh, in protecting our own bells country, but in <laughs> protecting our friends and allies.
1: Yes. Uh, we're protecting you. That's all for your own protection. Well, uh, a couple things I'd like to say regarding that, John. Um, uh, Uh, I gotta do my Hillary Clinton Uh, 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 So uh, now the uh, Obama administration (laughs) Is calling for more power over the interwebs Oh yeah Uh, As reported by the New York Times Officials want Congress to require all services That enable communications Including encrypted email transmitters (laughs) like blackberry social networking websites like facebook and software that allows direct peer-to-peer messaging like skype to be technically capable of complying if served with a wiretap order the mandate would include being able to intercept and unscramble encrypted messages oh but it gets much better as uh, we now have the block nazis here in america yes ladies and gentlemen please go to nsi.ncirc.gov the national sar initiative Have you heard of this initiative, John? Uh, You know, uh, uh, I think not. The Nationwide SAR Initiative, SAR stands for Suspicious Activity Reporting Initiative.
0: You know, before you go on with this, I want to remind people of, uh, well, people my age in particular raised around the Cuban Missile Crisis. And uh, we we were, you know, largely, uh, it was hammered into us, basically. That uh, the Cubans were terrible, terrible, terrible. There were actually two things I remember from the fifth grade. Two messages: the Cubans were terrible, terrible, terrible people because they would have people turn each other in to the to the apparatchiks <laughs> yeah. in the Communist Party. They would turn each other in. They were encouraged.
1: Oh my God! I can't believe they would do that. They're like they were encouraged Nazis. to
0: turn each other in. And then, by the way, then we also got a lecture, another standard stock lecture that was given to all us kids. Is that Africa many of the countries in Africa are terrible, terrible, terrible places because they re, and especially South Africa, that's the worst place in the world because they required their citizens to carry ID Oh all the time.
6: no
1: Oh no.
0: Oh no. They, they had to carry ID in their own
1: country. <laughs> that's what an outrage. Can you imagine it's an that outrage? Would, that would never happen here. Just, you know, you can't, just you to can't, remind
0: people out there what, what our old ethos used to be, yeah. which is it's not cool to turn in your friends because you're suspicious or you just want to get them. And it, and we also know that most of the time when this kind of thing happens is just that like you have a grudge against your neighbor, so you trump up something, and then you get him in trouble. Ha! What a <laughs> gag. What a great you. gag.
1: I got him. <laughs> so uh, on the homepage of this fantastic site, Whether a plan for a terrorist attack is homegrown or originates overseas, important knowledge that may forewarn of a future attack may be derived from information gathered by state, local, and tribal government personnel in the course of routine law enforcement and other activities. That's right. That's right. We want to share the information, and we want to report suspicious activity. You're suspicious. This is uh, is a great site. Okay, what's the web? What's the web address again? It's nsi.ncirc.gov.
0: <sighs> and um, see, every time we do this show, it's like depressing. Yeah, no. Uh, New York Times had an interesting nationwide op- SAR initiative. This, this site, another eight million dollar site. Oh yeah, well, yeah,
1: for sure. And we didn't build it. Meanwhile, the New York Times uh, wrote and uh, had an, uh, ran an op-ed. How to spot a terrorist? <laughs> he drives a Saab convertible. Is that right? He carries <laughs> around uh, an iPhone app with the Constitution on it. He does not have a California state driver's license, nor does he carry any other form of ID. How to spot a terrorist? Where are you getting this? This is uh, the New York Times, written by John Farmer Jr., who I have no idea who that is, but it's an op-ed. Newark, New Jersey, to Dateline. A young man walks into a Home Depot and buys a large quantity of acetone. Later, a young man walks into a beauty supply store and buys hydrogen peroxide. Still later, a young man is observed parked outside a nondescript federal building in a rented van taking photographs. No crime has been committed, but should any of these activities be reported to and evaluated by law enforcement officials? Well, if they're reported, the government may infringe on privacy and civil liberties. If they're not, we might not know until it's too late. (laughs) We might miss the next Timothy McVeigh. It's unbelievable. By the way, I have lots of uh, documentation on the Oklahoma City bombing, which leads me to believe that may have been... uh, also a false flag attack. There's a lot of weird stuff with that, but it's so old. No one gives a crap.
0: Yeah, it's So old. Nobody cares. No, no so we, cares. Have to, we have to look for new stuff. Yeah. No one cares. Uh, and that's getting crazy. That stuff. But, but since you brought this up, where is this all leading? I think I may have a clip here that kind of gives it away. There is a, uh, there was a bunch. I hope I have it. Let's see. Uh, in a Michigan. Uh, shit. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, Woodward, our CIA guy, oh, I, was I, on I, the Larry I King saw, I saw
1: this, and so I tell you something? I've I've already read the first uh, two hundred pages of the book. Okay, I was six. I so couldn't.
0: the book is called Obama's Wars. It's a yeah. new book that yeah. that somebody wrote. <laughs> uh,
1: with, can, can I just say something before? This is a setup to this because I, I just want you to. So I bought this as a as an iBook, right? Because you know, it's like it's not even in storage. I think it came, It comes out today. In uh, in bookstores, and if you look at this, he had access. I'm just uh, going back to the uh, the beginning of the book here. I want you to the people that he interviewed for this book. Okay, now now you tell me that this guy isn't a spook. So uh, it's like 15 pages, but the cast of characters: the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States. Uh, Rob Emanuel, David Axelrod, Robert Gibbs, from the National Security Council, uh, James L. Jones, uh, the Deputy National Security Advisor, Donilon, so, uh, Senior Advisor and Coordinator for Afghanistan, that would be Lute, National Security Council Chief of Staff, uh, Assistant to the President for Counterterrorism and Homeland Security, National Security Advisor to the Vice President, uh, then Department of State. He spoke with Hillary Clinton, Special Representative Holbrook. I mean, he spoke to everybody. And then even in his intro in the book, he's saying, well, you know, I basically, uh, I even uh, interviewed some people uh, as soon as two hours after uh, something went down. How, I, what, this guy's a, a reporter. What kind of <laughs> so access does he have? How do you, get that, it's how do you impossible. get that access? It's, um, this is the Ministry of Truth on my iPhone for 17 bucks.
0: This and the other thing is that not only does he have the access, but he gets these books out in a, in a time frame, which is not – nobody in the publishing industry does.
1: His interview with Barack Obama was done in July of this year. It is now September. It's almost October. The book is out.
0: The books usually take – it takes a nine-month process to get a book done and then to get it shipped. So he's got he's on a somehow on a sixty day leash. Yeah. I don't know, you know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and it's a beautiful book,
1: hardcover. It's like, yeah, that's real easy. So 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 just, anyway, right? Spoke. And he also
0: takes right, and he cranks these books out like there's no tomorrow, which, which makes you wonder, you know, this is all he's doing is writing books, and he seems dim witted. Yeah, right. He's slow talking, and you know, I, I can't imagine. But anyway, whatever the, we don't care. The guy uh, is obviously when he speaks, you have to listen because somebody. Is giving him a message to tell us. Well,
1: it's the it's the two people who um who wrote the book with him. It's this twenty five year old chick. Um and this other guy, I'd started to look look him up. Uh hold on, let me just give you the name. Because, because he starts right off. It's uh with you know, the uh, uh a note from the author. And hold on. Oh. I'm sorry. A note to readers. Uh, the core of this book comes from the written record, National Security Council meeting notes, personal notes, memos, chronologies, letters, PowerPoint slides, emails, reports, government cables, cables, calendars, transcripts, cables. diaries, and maps. Ooh. It doesn't even say emails. Information in the book was supplied by more than 100 people involved in the Afghanistan war and national security during the first 18 months of President Barack Obama's administration. Interviews were conducted on background Meaning the information could not be used, could be used, but the sources would not be identified by name. Uh, most allowed me to record the interviews for which they were transcribed. For several sources, the combined interview transcripts run more than three hundred pages. Bloody,
0: bloody, bloody, bloody. Blah. Blah, okay, but I yeah. do, you know Anyway, you got to... rationale l- for whatever. Yeah, but you got to look knows? this guy up. Who, who? Uh, who, so play, uh, let's play some of these clips so we yeah. can get a couple of our messages, you know, the ones that yeah. we're supposed to be hearing. Yeah. So
1: you know what's so, going to happen. Right. right.
0: So we know what's going to happen because this is the, you know, coming right from that horse's mouth, as it were. Uh, so, let's, so who's going to be the next Secretary of Defense? Well, you saw the show, but I don't think a lot of people realize well, who's going to be. Well, this, co-
1: is, this is a little different than, um, than our theory because our theory is... Hillary Clinton will run, Barack Obama is going to say, I, I want to be with the kids, I'm tired, I'm getting out, and Hillary will run and win. And he had a little different theory, although not far from it.
0: Not far-fetched, but he, there's one, by the way, the, the, I, I don't know why this is, but the right-wingers and some of the left-wing talk, talkers have got a third theory, which is completely nuts, but is getting some traction. Uh, Justin Bieber. Is,
1: Justin Bieber is going to be Secretary Justin Bieber of State. Will be the Secretary <laughs> of
0: Defense. The traction and it goes like this. Uh, to keep uh, everybody from possibly <laughs> anybody from possibly beating Obama, they're going to swap Hillary. Let her be the vice president, and, and, Biden, ju- and Biden would be
1: secretary. secretary of
0: State, which I don't believe. Secretary I, of Defense, I think. No, 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 secretary oh, Secretary of State, right? I'm sorry. No, defense is Sec- w- was, the right, big, right, was the big. This defense is different. Yeah, right. Biden would be Secretary of uh, State, which, by the way, Biden is such a He's such a, a screw, such up. a douchebag. He'll screw He's it. up.
1: Everyone will hate us more than yeah, they already no, that, do. That, so that, that
0: model is <laughs> Crap. that's
1: total bull crap and by the way Hillary will never be second fiddle to Barack no way she's going no, she's running that. she's running all the way but the Secretary of Defense perfect I think this is this is a big message the guy's been on all the talk shows makes a lot of sense I think that is this is absolutely going to happen we ready
2: hit it boy we have Bob excerpt a little from his own book we were discussing during the break and I'll have him tell me who if you were the president who would you ask to be
3: the next secretary of defense i mean what what's interesting i, I think the, 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 obama uh, no, no obama needs good news and uh, as he's learned he's not commander-in-chief of the economy but he is commander-in-chief of the war in afghanistan gates is leaving who would you call in by the
1: way when did gates announce he's leaving and what is he going to do
0: I don't know when the announcement was made, but all week everybody's talked about it as a done deal.
1: Because we, so know, I don't we know, we know, know Ramon Manuel's leaving. We know David yep. Axelrod's leaving. We know but all these people are bailing. bailing out. Let me—Gates leaving. Well, I'm going to play the rest of this. I'm going to Google this in the meantime.
3: To take Gates's place, this is the key player: Colin Powell. And if you think about it, this Powell served in Vietnam is a second Twice. lieutenant, yes, seen bad wars, uh, was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs during the first Gulf War, saw this Iraq. WMD screw up and how intelligence can mislead you and so forth. Uh, He's in his early 70s, but there is the person who could come in and say this is how we're going to do it this is the strategy. When Powell speaks, there's no kind of wobble. Oh, biblical, yeah. There is, there is uh, during the first Gulf War, he got up there and gave. He the, got
1: up there and he lied about weapons of mass destruction. He held up uh, the yellow cake. Lie, 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 liar, liar.
3: Liar is what he is. At briefing, and said, uh, This is Saddam Hussein's army. What we're going to do, we're going to kill it. And, of course, they killed a lot of it, and we got be, out of that war very quickly. As a loyal soldier, do
2: you think he'd be inclined to take it? I
3: think he would hate it in the idea that anyone is on national television suggesting it. I'll Listen get a call this. tomorrow, say, you know, I, he, he loves his life, no. um, but commander is Wait Chief, a minute, hold on a, a
0: second. second, stop. He's going to get a call tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Didn't you know... It? What is what is Powell got him on the speed dial? Of course. Hey, Woodward. <laughs> yeah. Those hey, man. you busting me. I was trying to, I was negotiating here. Yeah, I'm getting my package together. What are you so talking about? So these guys about? are like, I mean, so Woodward is so connected. Yeah, he knows everything. He knows that everything. He's got That he can get, he has, he has everybody on the phone, you can call him
1: up directly. So take this, so hold on a second. Knowing that the CIA hates Obama, um, is it possible that this was a spoiler meant to disrupt that plan?
0: Mm, I don't think it would work, though. That wouldn't spoil anything. I mean, unless unless it was something they were working on and it could, it could not be – and maybe Powell would be ups, ups, upset and wouldn't do it because of being outed. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. who They're going to have to find somebody to put in that job. They want a CIA guy in there. Powell would be ideal. Maybe yeah. this wasn't a spoiler, but the, the idea was to put this into the public's consciousness so people start – P- promoting it and forcing Obama to take another CIA-related guy, which was Gates, was it was the director of the CIA for a while. Yeah,
1: and he was he was the Secretary of Defense uh, during
0: the Bush administration. The guy, yeah, was and, and, and Powell's a Bush guy, and so in there's a CIA connection, and just push him in, and this is this what this was a salvo to put this in the public consciousness, so Obama would have to pay attention to it because maybe. He's, trying to pick some professor or something to do the job. Mm. Who knows? This is a man, Powell, who
3: served 35 years in the military and saluted presidents or superior officers down the line. Obama calls him in and said, I need you, you're the one to do this. Uh, you were go- and, you know, maybe Powell could figure out a way and there would be some good news where we kill... The people who need to be killed, and we also shorten the war. This
1: is so unbelievable. We in Gitmo Nation, we are such short-term memory dickhead slaves that we we cannot connect Colin Powell to the guy who got us into Iraq under false pretenses of weapons of mass destruction, testifying and lying before Congress about and the United Nations. The United Nations, yeah. And we can't connect that. And and Larry King.
0: <laughs> well, Larry King is like a ridiculous Democrat. Jeez. So uh, play the Woodward on Larry King clip and see if this is the one I'm looking for. The, uh, this can come out okay. Um, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Uh, okay, here it is. Stop, stop. Stop. I want to set this one up. Uh, there's one. There's I got three clips. There's one is the, which is the long boring Biden bullshit story, which is completely, I believe, fabricated. But this is the one where this is another meme. He decided another bomb. This is this. This is as good as the Colin Powell bomb. Uh, First, there's the setup. They started from the scratch. This is the setup. Where Larry asked him, "What about you know, this Afghanistan thing? How are we going to get? What's going to happen?" And 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 uh, Woodward tells us this very inside story. He uses a couple of jargon terms. He uses an intelligence a- uh, agency term, and then he uses some other meme that um, you'll, you'll is, when is you hear the, it, you go, "Oh, that. Is Is this oh, about
1: that. what uh, what Biden said to the president?
0: No, no. That's oh. the that's the uh, the other boring. Okay. The bullshit. This is the one I think is more interesting. Okay, Do, play it.
1: This can come out okay.
3: Um, Afghanistan,
1: Pakistan. Uh, uh, yeah, man, don't worry. We're just gonna kill everybody, and
3: You know, it's it's it's, a, it's the hardest case, and uh, there is. Uh a time last spring where Obama sends General Jones, his national security advisor, and the CIA director, Leon Panetta, to Pakistan. This is after the Times Square bomber. Uh, it almost went off, could have killed hundreds, uh, thousands of people. And they read the riot act to the Pakistani leadership, including the president, Sardari, and say, look, uh, this look. is... Look! In our opinion, was a successful attack because Pakistani intelligence, U.S. intelligence didn't figure out that it was going to happen. And then they read what what is called, this is fascinating, CIA tradecraft, what's called the link chart uh, to Zadari connecting the bomber... To people in Pakistan, these phone calls, these uh, relationships, uh, this money transfer, and so forth. And uh, they tell Zardari if there's an attack in the United States, postmark Pakistan, and there are all these groups that are planning uh, attacks, if that happens, all bets are off, and things will happen. The president. We'll have to do things that you're not going to like, and they have a secret plan to a retribution plan. So it's the the stakes uh, and the uh, uncertainty here couldn't be higher. Bob quotes. So,
1: so we're going to fuck you up, boy. That's basically what that is. So, okay, so we can expect another terror attack, and this is going to be from Pakistan because. Uh, clearly, that that's the country we really need. It's the most important geographically located between China and, got the, and the nukes rest. We got
0: to get those nukes. We
1: got to get them nukes. Yeah, and it's all and and, and that's uh, the time Times Square bomber successful. Totally. Su- the, by the way, the guy had shit that wouldn't even burn, but it's successful. Successful mission. Yeah, mission accomplished. He did it successful because
0: we oh we couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but meanwhile, we had a link chart. You had a link chart. It's like LinkedIn. CIA tradecraft. That's right.
1: We've got, we got that shit, man. we got PowerPoints. we got uh, mind maps. We've got all and kinds so of hot yeah, so
0: yeah, So the bonehead in the Times Square, he's a fall guy or, or a stooge or a setup man whatever. or who knows what. Yeah, whatever. And he's, uh, you know, uh, we don't know what happened to him, of course. And um, No, so of course we don't. Quick. We don't even know what happened to the underwear bomber.
1: We don't know anything. No, what, whatever, know, whatever happened, happened to the Fort Hood
0: guy? Yeah, how come no one's following up on that? Huh? huh? Uh, but, huh? Sorry, it's done. The, the, it's ju- the, that about job it. is over. Forget about it. And so, uh, so now we're gonna. Now we're sh- just. This is just the beginning. We're gonna start to hear more and more negative things about Pakistan and how they're behind it all. Yep. And uh, yeah, all it's, the it's always
1: been Pakistan. That's why you know. That's why we have thirty thousand. black that's in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the joke of it. It's always been Pakistan. And, but now it's, you know, we have to shift the public consciousness a little bit. Yeah, we have to start. You know,
1: Pakistanis, bad, bad. Hey, you know what? Let's round up some Pakistanis. Let's round them up and throw them in an internment camp. What do you think?
0: And I think this—that's possible. It could happen any minute. Yeah, and the job. Pakistanis, by the way, are the big troublemakers in England. Hell I yeah. think you're going to see a two or three step process here. One is going to something bad is going to happen in England because we focused on all this, so this terrorism is going to happen in Europe. So there's going to be some Pakistani action in Europe oh, first. Yeah. yeah, and the and the Brits are and the, and the Brits, right are, back and back the back Brits
1: back. are already so, um, what's the word? Uh, racist. You know, they always talk about Pockies. Pockies, eh, fucking yeah, pockies. pockies. Pocky this, pocky that. They hate him. They hate him. The British guy, the regular guy on the street, hates the pockies. And so it's, you're right. I think you're right. Total setup. No, oh my God. I can't believe this is happening.
0: How, how do we stop it, John? Uh, well, you, our show helps, I think. Maybe a yeah, little bit. That, yeah. I, as long can, as it's supported. I can see Hillary
1: Clinton going, you know, they have a point. Um, I should
0: um, I should
1: um,
8: um, <laughs>
0: she
1: listened.
0: you know luckily, the show is nutty <laughs> enough that she won 't listen to it, but we have some we like to give some donors some call outs here because uh, this is the time of the show. We want to thank people for donating to the show no agenda show dot com click on the donation button. This is a hundred percent user supported show by the way we don 't have any other income to keep the show going except what you give us and we appreciate it and we appreciate the five dollar subscriptions and the thirty three dollar subscriptions and everything in between the small donations ten twenty thirty dollars whatever you can afford. And uh, we do have a few uh, one-time donations that came in this week, and let's start by crediting them. Island 7 in Branson, Missouri, uh, which is sounds like a nightclub. Somebody will know what that is, $130. Uh, Ed Chavez in New York City, 6610. He's about a third of the way to a knighthood. He thinks it's a great show. He, is, uh, he translated a book called uh, Toyota Legends, which you should try to check out. He likes to... Um, it forecasts
1: the, the troubles they had late last year. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, and this guy, I, I corresponded with him. He is a uh, uh, Japanese-to-English translator, which could come in very handy. I told him to keep an eye out in the Japanese press. List, yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, our northernmost lis- listeners, Steen. It's either Snor or Snor or Snora. Uh, number it's uh, Norway.
1: I would say Snorre. <laughs> I would say Snorrestein. 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 Snorrestein.
0: Long <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: never get that. Longjerbian. Longjerbian. Okay. Gyorgum.
0: Uh, your northernmost listener, uh, Adder, 1972 in Svalbard, 78. Or I guess that's. I don't know what that means. Longitude and latitude. Thank you for posting the picture from the Barneo base in April. Whatever that means. I don't, I mean, I he don't speaks mean. in riddles. Yeah, it's okay. We appreciate. <laughs> but we love the, support. the Norwegians. They yeah. got all the money.
1: Yeah, and, and and they're not in the EU. They're so smart.
0: Yeah, and they're going so to try to screw them. They're we so we predicted that they're, they're going to try to screw the Norwegians for not joining. Michael Schultz, Palm Beach, Florida, fifty-five double nickels on the dime uh, in the morning to you. It's uh, Michael from Palm Beach. Donated karma about a job. They just told me they will be outsourcing the entire division. I was going to lead. Uh, either way there's one cent more this is fifty five eleven sorry I maybe I need a de douching can you give him one yeah I can
1: I have two things for him actually first the dedouching.
2: you 've been deducing
1: and now, by special request, I have a little extra karma for him
7: you 've got karma
0: so let us know how that works out, Michael. <laughs> we, that, that, should, that should do it. That should do the trick. It's just the sounds in the air can, can create positive vibes, man. Oh, enjoy, Stuart Finlay's son.
1: He, he also says, oh, enjoy the hookers and blow. Thanks to Adam about the Coronado Hotel Review. It saved my friends thousands of lost dollars as they were going to revisit it from years past and learn the service and surrounding area. Not what they, not what it used to be. See, there you go. We saved someone thousands of dollars from yeah, going to and that it's, hotel. It's, and,
0: right, fifty-five, eleven. Yeah. Stuart Finlayson in the UK. Uh, hi, Adam and John. Uh, I'd like this donation to be my wife's name. Well, there you go. His birthday's at, at Thursday the thirtieth. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're we we got her lined up. We have her listed. Okay, hopefully you'll get a chance to read this on Thursday show. But if not, please read it soon. And we we'll get a regular listeners five dollars. So she will get a kick out of it, her name is Sharon. Tell her that our two boys and I love her very much. Hope she has a great day because it's because it's over because after it's over, she'll have to start performing her uh,
1: minute woman duties. Minute,
0: minute woman duties. <laughs> That's right. You,
1: you know what it is. You know what those duties are when you're a minute
0: babe. Yep, Dorothy. Mm-hmm. So uh, she'll get a birthday call out in a minute. Dorothy Doring, uh, Double Nichols on the in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, she gives us money every so often. And Matthew Scheuer in Winthrop, Minnesota, $55. Uh, he's got an email. I should go find it and read it. Yeah, I'll do that in a second. Good job. Uh, then we got our, our regular DUI help.com, Barry Wilson. And then finally, uh, Terrence J. Randall, a new donor from Garden City, New York, uh, $50. Thank you very much.
3: It's your
1: birthday, birthday, on oh, no agenda. All right, Stuart Finlayson congratulates his wife. It is her birthday today, and, of course, she now becomes a No Agenda Minute woman. Uh, so enjoy your birthday, because after today, it's all service, baby. It's your
0: birthday. Something like that. Something like that.
1: Um, okay. We have two knighthoods, unless you have something else I'd like to... Well,
0: I was just trying to find the Shor... email, email. I can't seem to get oh, it. Let me uh, do this.
1: Uh, we would like uh, Peter Martin to step forward, please. And John, if you don't mind, if you could just... Uh... There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's, let me just grab mine for a second. Perfect. Wow, you really came through for the show. We highly appreciate it. Of course, uh, $1,000 earns you the title of Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable. So, kneel before me, slave. Peter Martine, we hereby pronounce thee. Sir Peter Martine, Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable. Please, come on over. Enjoy your hookers and blow. Very, very nice. And... We'd like Fred Lust to step forward. Uh, by the way, uh, these knighthoods do come with an official No Agenda, Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable ring.
0: And uh, they are uh, in the works, John. Have we transferred the money? I uh, No, because I didn't hear back from Paul... D- Okay. But I will, I'm well, sure, shortly. I think they're going to be... You know, Paul's been doing these coins. I think he's been chewing up his time.
1: Yeah, but the, the, the I've seen them. Yeah, I know, I know what they look like, so... They look great. They, they look fantastic. Okay, let's just grab uh, our swords here. Fred Lust, we hereby pronounce these, Sir, Fred Lust, Knight of the No Agenda Roundtable. Oops, sorry. Hit him three times. Ooh, that doesn't happen often. He's a special knight now. Uh, enjoy our Chardonnay and Rent boys. Depending on uh, your orientation, we have hookers and blow, so two new knights uh and uh how many nights do we have now, John? We must have thirty nights we have about a hundred uh, what a hundred nights i'm glad yeah. I'm glad we saved the money for those rings i have yeah that that account has not been touched good see you know we we we've we done good we've done very good um a quick note uh, Sir Randy Asher says, please let the producers know, I apologize for the delay in the boarding passes. This is the special uh, boarding pass for the Mothership, uh, $33.33 subscription. Um, They will be done by the 10-10-10 show. 242 seems the most logical deadline, uh, especially since the the Mothership uh, is coming on October 13th. And the good karma continues with every donation.
0: I want to remind people we have a, a couple of sites for art. Cause we, uh, we we source our art from from the good artists that listen to the show, and we have some artists that are I mean good in terms of their uh, their character in terms of their art. Many of them are fantastic, but uh, we've had a fall off. People have seemed to have lost interest because a lot of people have done art and then they, we never picked up on their particular. Well, not, piece. On that,
1: not ever, but you know, if you get three submissions, we choose the best one. But unfortunately, then people you know like lose interest, and then we get we've had no art coming in for the past three shows.
0: Yeah, so noagendaartgenerator.info is where you can do it if you don't want to actually design anything completely. And then noagendaart.com, if you want to do a thing piece from scratch, you can put that over there. Uh, there are generators, like you take a funny picture, you put it in there, you run the generator, no, and it great. kind of puts it no, together for you. But you but yeah, the other, the, the genuine from scratch art is... is uh, we, we would kind of give it an extra few extra points if you're going to do it that way. Either way,
1: and and I and I just want to say that you know the model that we have chosen for this program is very very exciting because we are completely open source. You probably heard at the top of the show, people make golf balls, T-shirts, dice. By the way, the No Agenda Dice uh, I think uh, are almost all sold out. No uh, the the coins I mean this is it's great because we actually keep other people employed we receive a portion of the money and the donations themselves is just a pure value for value system and it really works and you know case in point it's like you know what happened to me John with the big app show with my uh, my iPhone app what uh, Google kicked me out of uh, out of AdSense uh, I might point out two days before the end of the month you know I had like thirteen hundred dollars. And they said, "Oh, suspicious activity! This can't be right." Because people are, like tapping on the ads, look, looking at the freaking ads, and they kick me out. See, I can't make money with ads. Uh, you can't big internet. Screw them, bastards. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you can't. You you have to fill out a form. Slave, shut up, slave. You can't. And but they take your money. It's like I, I, like for a month. A month's worth of ads. It's just well, well, well we're going to give that back to the advertiser. So they say, and and they, and, and they just <laughs> and, they, right. and they just disable the account. Really? Yeah. And then you have to fill out a form, and of course, you hear nothing back.
0: Oh no, they, this all—they they don't have anybody working there. No, oh, of course. It's just—it's just the money machine, and they have like some you know some profile you don't match it, so you're kicked off. Yeah, but so I—I I mean, I don't know what to do now anyway, so I'm considering... Just bitch and moan. That's the best thing to do. Just yeah. complain bitterly.
1: I'm considering... Um-
0: Send an email to Sergey. Fuck him. I'm considering... So if to help us out... Uh, yes. Since Adam now apparently has lost an income stream... Yeah. Uh, give us uh, some, uh, some attention at noagendashow.com, org slash, na. Take you right to the donation page. There should be something new on there every once in a while. And then uh, also uh, channeldevorak slash na, and we appreciate it. We pr- and want to thank everybody who's helped us out so far. So um,
1: yes, and uh, and I also want to do a special especially the producers a special thank you to producer Chris Galenda, who uh, single handedly within about like two weeks created an Android version of the Big App Show, which I'll be launching yeah. uh, tomorrow
0: obviously a, a talented person and, and no charge She's like
1: no no no. this is value for value man you guys do a, do a great show and I let me mean, i just want to help you out it's easy for me mm-hmm. uh, but yeah but uh cash of course is king uh it's uh, what we use to pay bills and that's uh, pretty much all we do uh john i mean you still write some
0: columns right but that's about it yeah no we're, we're dying on the vine here <laughs> yeah kind
1: but, of uh... <laughs> anyway so what i found rather interesting and i even heard you on your tech five show Saying, oh, brother, we're going to have to be talking about this on no agenda.
0: A nice way to plug the show, actually. Yeah, well, I gave the URL, but maybe people that were heard that report, I'm surprised you listened to the show. I listened but to all since your you shows. But you did, I was, you caught me off guard because I was going to play dumb because I know what you're going to bring up. Yeah, it's the... I knew we were going to have to talk about it, which is apparently... Some, I don't even know what the point of the story was. Okay, well, okay, into...
1: okay. so let, let me break it down for you. you first, You of all, tell it. So, first of all, this is the guy... Who has written a book about? Oh,
0: book that explains. This it. is the
1: yeah. This is this is a book promotion. But what what interests me is I get um, th- this must be new listeners slash producers because they held a press conference for the book and they had all these retired uh, Air Force personnel primarily and uh, all these guys were um, in charge of the missile silos in various periods throughout their career and um, i guess there were six or seven of them and they say well yeah you know what happened is uh, the ufos came down they'd activate our actual launch codes would get activated and then they'd be deactivated and the u the ufos have disabled all of our nukes and that was the the press conference and i'm going like hello i i i did this story Two years ago, I said that this had happened.
0: And, yeah, but you left the book part
1: out. Well, I didn't write the book. That's that's what. How stupid that's what am I'm I? I'm saying you left. You didn't write the book. You should have wrote a book. So let's just listen to a little bit from this press conference because uh, you, you only had the um, the CNET story, which is like, please. No, but it's interesting to listen to what these guys have to say. Actually, the guy who wrote the book, uh, let him do a little preamble.
5: Declassified U.S. government documents and witness testimony. So. He, he does have the real
1: documents, and this is what I had two years ago. I said this this happened and I can explain why. I won't play too much of this, I won't bore you. I mean I mean God, we can always listen to more SUV special victims unit crap if you want. Play some OI five O
5: from former or retired US military personnel. Confirm beyond any doubt the reality of ongoing UFO incursions at nuclear weapons sites. When I say UFO the witnesses have described these crafts as disc-shaped, or cylindrical shaped or spherical. These objects are capable of both hovering and high-velocity flight, usually, usually completely silently. Yay! Silent but deadly. Over the past 37 years, I have personally located and interviewed more than 120 of these former or retired military personnel all of whom report UFO incidents at one or more of the following locations.
1: Now, John, um, why are you so, oh, brother, skeptical about this when you have actual retired personnel who are willing to stake their reputation on saying these things? And and there's government documents to back this up. Why are you skeptical about this?
0: I don't know these people.
5: (laughs) Okay. Nuclear missile sites? (laughs) Yeah. You drink a lot of tea with Hillary nuclear weapons storage areas and nuclear weapons test sites let me just uh, shuttle ahead to listen to one of these guys Can you just play the clip longer access road I believe these gentlemen believe that this planet is being visited by beings from another world who for whatever reason have taken an interest in the nuclear arms race which began at the end of World War two regarding the missile shutdown incidents, My opinion, their opinion, is that whoever are aboard these craft are sending a signal to both Washington and Moscow, among others, that we are playing with fire. That the possession and threatened use of nuclear weapons potentially threatens the human race and the integrity of the planetary environment.
1: Okay, so let me me tell you what's going on here. So we have uh, had civilization from other planets... Uh, on our planet, hundreds of thousands of years ago, there's ample evidence uh, of this. Even in the United States, if you dig down far enough, if you go down, you know, like eight thousand feet, you can find uh, their tunnels, their coal mines, their copper mines, all kinds of uh, amazing things that are never really reported anymore uh, because it's just too crackpot. And these were, in fact, time travelers who have sent us many, many messages and saw the danger of...
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, you've changed your whole pitch from, like, aliens from other worlds to time travelers? Yeah, they, yeah but they try... So when, when, the, when the UFO crashed in
1: Roswell... See, it does, it, you have to understand in the space-time continuum, when a UFO crashes, it doesn't just, like, come out of the sky. It takes, like, two years to crash because they're living on a whole different time. So, th- so things play out over a very long period here in Earth years, but it's like a, you know, it's just like a, a one all in a day's work for them. And they and they have disabled the nukes. Um, none of them go off. None of them. And we we've, we've seen uh, planes have to return back to base because the nukes were uh, incomplete, didn't work. The, the nukes have totally been disabled. And I I mentioned this at least two years ago on this very show. And um, I think these guys are telling the truth. All right. And so, but that, but we still have that to... Is? Well, so this is why we're not going to scare you with nuclear war, which is what uh, I grew up with. I grew up being very scared of nuclear war, that uh, we would have uh, global thermonuclear war, and Russia would press a button, America would press a button, so they know they can't make good on that promise. That's why the terrorism has to come into play. And it's very easy. They can make good on the promise. Yeah, we'll just throw another underwear dude in the plane. <laughs> so how Shut do you slaves. reconcile
0: this this basic theory of yours with the fact that we're one of our basic tenets of the show uh, on a on a meta level is that we're going into Pakistan to get their nukes? No, we're not going into. I, I didn't say that.
1: You just said, that. said it before. I've said it. You've no, said no, no. We're Post. not
0: going. No, that no, we're not going to. So then why, why do we care about anything going on in Pakistan just Be, for the oil pipelines? Yes, because it's
1: strategically extremely important to connect the. Um, uh, China to
0: the rest of the world. We have to go through Pakistan. So what you're saying is that those nukes is just in Pakistan. Because look at these people. The-, the
1: people running the country are old. They still have to use some of the old memes. But what is the new meme? The new meme is the Paki at your corner store is going to blow you up. That's the new meme. They're not talking about nukes. They're not. That's just like an old thing. That's just for the old people who vote. Oh yeah, nukes. All uh-huh, right. Now it's all about the 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 hacky around the corner is going to blow you up. That's what it's about. Now, I have okay. I have one more um one more? No, it's not <laughs> it's, No, I, I believe me. I wouldn't do any more to you. Uh the Stuxnet thing, which we uh which we talked oh. about, we were pr- pretty much first about this. Um and I I can I can deconstruct some of the bullshit that is being propagated in the media, in this case by Bloomberg, Bloomberg television, um, because I do have some actual technical data which, and, and an interesting story from two years ago which uh, shows that this is total lie, false flag, bullshit, just to be used to, uh, to manipulate and to get access to our emails. So here's a, a cybersecurity expert from the Chertoff Group. Does that sound familiar to you, John, the Chertoff
0: Yeah, Chertoff, group? That, that creepy guy that ran Homeland
1: Security. Yeah, Michael Chertoff. And if you look at the Chertoff Group's website, oh, my God, there's like every, every Gitmo Nation specialist is a member of the Chertoff Group. These are the guys that also uh, sell the body scanners. So listen to how he lies about this uh, Stuxnet, how the info babe from Bloomberg, she was kind of hot, in a, although she has weird breasts. Uh, but that doesn't matter because I'm just obsessed with looking at her. That's what it's about while the information streams in. Uh, how he uh, sets us all up, and then I'll deconstruct what he says.
6: There's a report out about a new computer virus that may be aimed at destroying a bricks and mortar facility. The virus is called Stuxnet, and according to the Financial Times, it may be aimed at Iran's controversial nuclear facility. Joining us now is Richard Falkenrath. He is principal of the Chared off Group and a Bloomberg contributing editor. He has also been a White House advisor on security. Richard, thanks so much for being with us this morning. First of all, how does this virus work?
8: So this this virus attacks the SCADA systems for industrial facilities and that means supervisory data and control systems. What it does is it, it originally started with a USB drive. Someone would take an infected USB drive, stick it into a computer and then it propagates through the system. It's a worm, which means it propagates by itself. It keeps okay.
1: So he's hitting all the buttons, right? It's a worm. It's a USB stick. It's uh, going to bring down the nuclear facility in Iran. It's, it's great. It's moving through the system, and it hides its tracks.
6: But, Richard, I mean, does the, it have to be placed there? It seems like it does.
8: It started with, we think it started with a USB drive that was physically connected to one of the machines, and then it went itself through the network.
1: How, how does this guy from the Chertoff group know all this? I mean, he's such an expert. How does he know? And the the techie people who analyze this think that. By the way, it's not engineers; it's the techie people. No. Just so you know the the techie people uh, techie I, techie people I'm just a PR douche uh, the techie people know this
8: is one of the most sophisticated pieces of malware they've ever seen and the reason for that is it's using stolen certificates the legitimate digital certificates that real companies use to identify themselves when they communicate they were
1: st- now that is not how a digital certificate works I'm sorry a stolen certificate. I mean what is it's it's not like a like a, a certificate of deposit it's not like a, a a passport or something you show this is this is a very stolen certificate.
0: Yeah this this is the sketchy part That's, yeah.
1: that's
8: a big lie. Stolen and then it ha- exploits four previously unknown vulnerabilities in the window operating system. These are called day zero vulnerabilities.
1: What did you hear anything about this? About four previously unknown day zero exploits in the Windows operating system? No, it sounds like
8: bullshit. And the, well, the theory is, among the security experts, is that this took the resources of a nation state to create a piece of malware this sophisticated.
6: Well, Richard, I was going to ask you about that because I'm Here reading this article as well. I read it said, "Finance." Who do
1: you? Who? Do, it, 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 you can't just you can't just be like a smart techie guy to make this. Who do you have to be, John? You have to be a nation state. Who do you have to be? Who could you be? Who has the best techie people in the world, and who hates the Arabs?
6: Huh?
0: Who? Uh, A well-financed, highly organized team
6: had to put it together. What are the chances that the U.S. created it? And I'm asking you that, because it seems like Iran has the most infections out there.
8: That's right. Iran has by far the most infections, followed by India I and Indonesia.
1: Yeah, followed by India.
8: But, How I mean, do we
0: know this? How do we know they have the most infections?
1: Because he is a techie guy. In most,
0: what? Infections listen, in what? Listen, he's going to tell you who put this this worm together. This
1: who created the worm? It's so sophisticated we can't figure it up. This is really smart. They're storing
6: certificates. Infections out there.
8: That's right. Iran has by far the most infections, followed by India and Indonesia. And uh, it is theoretically possible that the U.S. government did this, but in my judgment, it's a very remote possibility. More likely, uh, frankly, is Israel.
1: Yay! there we go. Israel did it. Of course they did. They're sitting there in the desert creating these worms. Uh,
8: That (laughs) Israel did it. It's not impossible that some group of hackers did it, but the security experts that are studying this really think this required the resources of a nation state. For the U.S. government to... The resources of a nation state—that
1: is what—to
0: <sighs> launch a piece One of malware. One guy could life. easily do it. Three guys could probably do it. If you put easily. four really good guys together, it has. Yeah. You don't need a nation you state. You need a this whole nation. crap. You
1: need a whole. Well, and I'm gonna deconstruct wise bull crap in a like
0: minute.
8: this against industrial systems, a very risky thing to do because it can't really be controlled. It, can
1: it can't be controlled. Have you seen this uh, Stuxnet on your Windows machine, John? It can't be controlled. It's, I can't control it's it. It's rampant. It's all over the place. Where is? If this worm is so great, how come it, it's not infecting everybody? Because it's bullshit. Spread beyond the
8: place that's being targeted.
6: But I want to ask you, I mean, do, do countries, I mean, we're talking about Iran in this context of its controversial nuclear site, but is Iran Really running its nuclear power, its nuclear plant on Windows software?
8: Well, yeah, the, 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 the main power plant there uses Windows PCs with a, a Siemens provided industrial control software package, and that in the diagnostics is how this virus got into it.
1: Okay, so there's the lie. And here it is. I've done the research. The Stuxnet, according to the papers that the Chertoff Group published, is designed to target the Siemens S seven four hundred and S seven three hundred PLCs. However, the uh, controllers at uh, at the facility are the SIL forty four AK seven, and not the S- the S seven four hundred and S seven three hundred. So they're using completely different controllers that are in it's a software package that are indeed connected to these windows machines furthermore scott borg head of the u.s cyber consequences unit in 2009 described exactly this scenario as written up in the yenet news um and i have i have the article here it's exactly this so they just took the idea and just propagated it as one big lie for what who god knows why other than yo you, oh it's so dangerous we have a nuclear meltdown because uh here it is published seven seven two thousand nine. 2009 uh in the late 1990s a computer specialist from Israel Shinbet Internal Security Service hacked into the mainframe of the Pi Gilot fuel depot north of Tel Aviv Meant to be a routine test. Blah, blah, blah. So began a cyber warfare project with a decade on as seen by independent experts as likely the new vanguard of Israel's efforts to foil the nuclear ambitions of arch enemy Iran. And, and, the, and the whole scenario is written out here about how it's going to get into the controllers. And even here, a, conne- a contaminated USB stick would be enough, said Borg. To the, they've, they've written the script and now they're rolling it out. And they, uh, And they wrote it more than a year ago. State of War: a 2006 book by New York Times reporter James Risen recounted a short-lived plan by the CIA and his Israeli counterpart Mossad, counterpart Mossad to fry power lines of an Iranian nuclear facility using a smuggled electromagnetic pulse device. I mean, this, these guys they're just making shit up, and then they roll it out. This is show me one copy of Stuxnet. The only thing we haven't figured out is the name it has got to be a joke. You know there's some joke in there.
0: Yeah, you always feel like they slip in jokes ga- in these scams. Huh. And I then, you nailed it. And then
1: uh, on the heels of that, the United States is launching its first test of a new plan for responding to an enemy cyber blitz, including an attack aimed at vital services such as power, water, and banks. It's called Cyberstorm 3, a three- to four-day drill which starts uh, on Tuesday.
0: Uh, it, by and, the way, you know, today is the day They're supposed to be according to at least one prediction A huge quake down in Southern California yeah.
1: yeah, it's like a 7 or an 8 They're talking about Yeah, yeah. today Yeah, I'm really worried uh, at, <laughs> its, at its core, the exercise is about resiliency Testing the nation's ability to cope with the loss Or damage to basic aspects of modern life Says Department of Homeland Security's National Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Center in Arlington expert What? The simulation test, the newly developed National Cyber Incidents Response Plan, a coordinated framework ordered by President Barack Obama. The test involves 11 states, 12 foreign countries, and 60 private companies. I'm sure Chertoff is a part of that. Other participants will be Austria, Britain, Canada, France, Germany, Hungary, Japan, Italy, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Sweden, and Switzerland. So uh, they're just gearing up. This is gearing up to take away everything, shut it down, do whatever.
0: So be afraid, slaves. Be very afraid. Uh, So I got a funny clip if you want to lighten things up. Please do. Yeah, well. So I'm watching an old movie. It's Caesar and Cleopatra. Great movie. Uh, And so there's this one little scene in there. And now you have to remember that uh, this scene would have taken place since it's a period piece. It's based on a play by George Bernard Shaw. Uh, And it was a big, big movie. And it was, uh, this scene would have been taking place in 50 BC or so, maybe 40. 40, let's say 40 BC. 40 BC. And. They're at a dinner table, and the, the references to the food they're going to be eating seem a little out of place. Time in terms of the timeline of the world, <laughs> I, and you should be listening to just listen to this. See if you can spot at least two of the many flaws.
2: New what shall we serve to whet Caesar's appetite? Any oysters? Assuredly. British oysters? British oysters, of course. Oysters then. Sea hedgehogs for me. Have we nothing solid to begin with? Field fairs with asparagus. Fattened fowls, Rufio. Have some fattened fowls. Aye,
3: that'll do. Field fairs for
2: me. Caesar will date to choose his wine: Sicilian, Tuscan, Macedonian, Chianti, all Greek.
1: Try the Sicilian, Caesar. Bring me my barley water. Ugh. Bring me my Phalangian. Right, my British oysters didn't sound right.
0: <laughs> British, <laughs> oysters? <laughs> British oysters? British oysters, eh? And who is going to bring <laughs> these oysters all the way to Egypt and expect <laughs> them to be edible? <laughs> but the other thing is, British oysters. British? The word British was yeah, I don't even.
1: Wasn't that? Uh, weren't the Romans in the? Uh, didn't they
0: occupy the uh, the Isle? Not there? in fifty BC, as far as I can recall. I don't know. Whatever the case is, you the one know. I really got was Chianti. Yeah, Chianti. I heard that too. Like Chianti, what? <laughs> Chianti in fifty BC. I mean, <laughs> 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 who wrote this crap?
1: <clears> that's <throat> nah, just a movie. Hey, um, uh, the U- United States of Europe. Speaking of food, uh, the European Commission—that's the Starfleet Command has uh, approved the uh, growing of genetically modified crops. So first it
0: was... I uh, we covered this before. I thought they already started this like six months ago.
1: Well, no. N- now, they've, now they've given the approval for all kinds of crops. So anything uh, can... And, and they're saying, well, well... Everything goes. Everything goes. And there's a big movement against this. They're, and uh, the, the, the slaves are trying to get a million votes to uh, stop this. Then I'm saying, good luck. Yeah, really. Like they're going to laugh at you. Now, now watch your unelected slave owners. Watch them laugh at you. Watch them laugh as they allow companies like uh, to just come in and take over, take over everything. It's the European Citizens Initiative. That should rename it European Slave Initiative. Then, then you'd get some uh, some media attention.
0: It was called the Citizens Initiative? Yes. I mean that's to to get the thing get him to stop. To stop it, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get a million uh, a million signatures.
0: They shouldn't have too much trouble getting the signatures, but it's not going to stop anything.
1: No, it's not going to stop a single thing.
0: So, uh, I have I found an Obama catchphrase to change the subject.
1: Is this uh, one of his uh, backyard barbecue talks?
0: No, no, this is he's gone back on the road. Into the big venues because he likes to speak to the students. Wait a minute,
1: he, he was doing all these backyard barbecues. What happened? No, to they that? found
0: out that those weren't working. No, no and kidding. And also the small, uh, the city thing. Those little town meetings aren't working because you know, got you know got ran into by that black woman. Right. And uh, so these things aren't working. And they also discovered that him. Uh, you know, telling the, the the Democrats that they're a bunch of whiners and they should buck up and all the rest—that's not working. That's so not they changed working. their strategy. They're going back to what Obama does best: rock concerts. Yep. So it's going in front of, and in this case, it was twenty-six thousand people listening to him at the University of Maryland. But it's apparent what the new catchphrase is going to be—at least the one that he reemphasizes over so and over. So this is a again.
1: new "Yes, we can" type thing. Is it on that level, or is it uh, lower scale? No, I'm
0: not sure how what they're going to do with it. But you can hear it; it's very really obvious they're going to use this over and over again. And uh, but he's here; he is at the end of one of his, or during a pause break, or near the end of his speech to the University of Maryland students, who are all lined up and all smiling and giddy.
5: Betting on your apathy, especially because a lot of you are young folks. So, Madison, you've got to prove him wrong. Let's show Washington one more time. Oh, change I I doesn't stop, come. stop, stop.
0: I take it back. This, you have to start it over. This, when he says, Madison, this is Wisconsin. He did the same. I think he did the same speech at the University of Maryland. Maybe but I already got
1: the meme. It's one more time.
0: No, that's, well, that's one of them. There's a bunch of memes in here. The other thing, by the way, he uses the word folks. Yeah, folks. And now everybody in the administration is using folks. Oh, but didn't Bush use folks? I don't know that Bush used folks the way this guy does.
1: Yeah, Bush used folks. All these, these are some bad folks out there.
0: Yeah, Maybe. Okay, but let's start. On your this.
5: Apathy is-
0: yeah. yeah. This is University of Wisconsin.
5: Especially because a lot of you are young folks. So, Madison, you've got to prove them wrong. Let's show Washington one more time. Change doesn't come from the top. It doesn't come from millions of dollars of special interest funded attack ads. Change happens from the bottom up.
2: Change happens because of you. Change happens because of you. Change happens because of you.
1: Hmm, I couldn't quite catch it. What was it? Uh, Change happens because of you. Well, that's true. I, I think that's true. Change happens because of you, because of you and I, John. We make change happen. We help people at least live their their lives with the knowledge of their lack of freedom, so they feel better <laughs> about it. At least you know we we help there. Did you you know the Ministry of Truth is out on uh, Obama? Did you? Uh, I don't think it's been posted yet. Uh, but he. Uh, it's amazing how Rolling Stone does this. Rolling Stone, who used to interview like Kurt Cobain. Uh, he's, he's, Obama's got a huge interview in Rolling Stone magazine done by uh, John Wenner, the uh, the founder of uh, of Rolling Stone. And in it, he says, Fox News is destructive for the country's growth. A huge swipe towards the Murdoch institution.
0: Well, that's, in, that's an interesting thing since I have a follow-up clip that relates to that apparently the obama administration has given a full you know uh their approval of both olbermann and maddow and as good journalists that those two are <laughs> instead of saying oh my god the white house thinks that we're just stooges for them the two of them went completely giddy complimenting <laughs> wait each a other. Minute, wait,
1: wait, where was so where did the white house say that they were good
0: the assistant deputy uh, uh press secretary made a made a comment, I, I can get that clip for you, but it's it's kind of boring, about how important they were to, oh, to no. push the, and it went on and on, and on. now listen to Olbermann and Maddow, which the clip is called Olbermann and Maddow Blowing Each Other. <laughs> Play that missed
2: completely again now to discuss what the democrats would prefer to run away from rather than run on ladies and gentlemen here is the invaluable rachel maddow do you rachel
6: invaluable thank you very
2: much well i'm not it's not me saying that that was the deputy press secretary who said that
4: well you too are invaluable if i remember the quote correctly keith
2: well i wasn't going to point that out but thank you for doing so (laughs) well done and very subtle thank you keith Thank you.
1: Terrible.
0: Yeah, invaluable. I mean, these people should be ashamed of be themselves. They shouldn't be
1: proud. How can you be a journalist and then take that accolade and tout it like that? That is that is horrible. It, by it's the way, totally she, Rachel Maddow, who walks around at the White House Christmas party as an invited guest...
0: Wow. Yeah, no, it it was, It's absolutely ridiculous. Hey, before we finish, I want to point out something we've got. Uh, Eric is uh, has a thing called the com, which is a map showing where all of our donors are. are.
1: Yeah, donors, yeah.
0: And he wants to put together a system where the, the donors can actually put their. And for, if they have a company or something they want to plug, we can put a directory together. It could all be automated.
1: Oh, good idea. So, you,
0: so if you're floating around, say you're a NoAgenda listener and you happen to be floating around Kansas City, you can go to the NoAgenda nation.com and click around. You find maybe there's a barbecue place you want to go check out one of the uh, nights that might be running. That'd be great, yeah. Uh, he also wants to do this one thing, and this is up to you to de- de- agree or disagree on, which is the, if people want to send us show notes or some of these ideas that I keep losing because people you know these things back <laughs> like up your ed- like, like your education special. <laughs> oh, that no, I'm still working on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, he's got show notes at NoAgendaNation dot com. As has an email address that people can use if they want to. You can put that in the links if you want to do it. It'll okay. at least isolate some of the stuff we can use. And then he can send it to, it to you, and well. then
1: you can do nothing with it. It's great. This yeah, is, exactly. This is a, it's a great part, sinkhole. we operate. Sinkhole. I like it. Sinkholes are good. I got a couple things I just want to touch on before we finish with the show. Um, from one of our uh, producers who wishes to remain uh, anonymous, hey, Curry, uh, I'm applying for a job, and here was one of the questions on the uh, application form: Are you willing to submit to a pre-employment drug and tobacco test? What? A huh? tobacco test? That's weird. Well, it's, yeah, it is. Uh. That's that's like whoa. Okay. Um, we had uh, here. It is. I have some Haiti. News, a Haiti update. Uh, the AP released a, uh, a statement earlier this week that not a single dime, not a single dime, ruble, or shekel, nearly nine months after the earthquake, of the $1.1 billion pledged has actually made it to Haiti.
0: Unbelievable! How is it possible? And now I don't see how that could be even happen in this day and age. <laughs> uh, nor is Haiti getting much. Wait, worse- wait, 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 what do you think the people? Although, the, although our listeners, I'm sure, weren't susceptible to this being suckered. How do people feel? You know, texting the $10 or or sending a donation and and then hearing this a year later.
1: Let's just listen to what uh, our former presidents Bush and Clinton said uh, as they were asked by our current president, Barack Obama, to uh, come into the White House after this uh, tragedy, this disaster. Here, they went on television worldwide, but mainly aimed at the North American market and said this I
3: know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash.
1: And uh, so the cash went to the uh, William Jefferson Clinton Foundation uh, because, of course, they didn't have time to set up the Haiti Foundation dot org just yet. Uh, and of the William Jefferson Clinton Foundation has still to release their uh, annual report. So the money is uh, gone. Thanks for uh, sending us your cash and not your blankets. Um some 50 other nations and organizations pledged a total of 8.75 billion for reconstruction so far 686 million of that has reached Haiti uh but most of that was already uh pledged before uh, by CHF International for uh rubble remover and removal and temporary shelters uh, but right now, only 2% of the rubble has been cleared. And the money is gone, okay? The money is gone. Now, so so this news comes out, and then the State Department, and I'm going to need some help from our producers out there, the State Department uh, announces a new puppet who I can't find anything. Uh, he, the, the State Department didn't even have a news release on their State Department website. Uh, I'm just bringing up the, uh, this is, of course, another Ministry of Truth release from uh, AP, Jonathan M. Katz. The U.S. State Department has named a special coordinator to oversee Washington's reconstruction plans. Notice it's Washington's reconstruction plans. An earthquake ravaged Haiti amid complaints about the lagging of promised aid money. Two officials at the department told the Associated Press on Wednesday that Thomas C. Adams has already started on the job. Now, go ahead and Google him. You can't find a bio. You can't find a wiki page. You can't find him on the State Department website. Nowhere. So the guy may not even exist, but he's already started. The officials agreed to discuss the move only if not quoted by name because the appointment had not been made public. Right. The disclosure came a day after the AP reported that none of the 1.15 billion dollars in reconstruction aid pledged by the US at a donors conference in March has arrived. Bloody 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 blah, blah, blah. And Wyclef Jean is now in the hospital.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's, I guess he didn't have go along with the program.
1: <laughs> he's died You know, he did not
0: play at all by the by the rules of the program. He didn't get it. No. Well, last the uh, last thing I get, I want to get the last. Well, word do we want in. to do
1: this Segway guy? Because it happened at the early early in the week. That's nah, kind of sickening.
0: You well, know the guy. You know they got the, the Segway guy. The Segway guy died. The guy who owned the Segway company died because a Segway <laughs> accident. But he went over a cliff. You know the other thing that that company made?
1: Yeah, they make. It's a military contractor. They make. They make guardrails.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly guardrails. Do they actually make real guardrails for for That's, highways? That's what Mimi turned up. Yeah, she said they do.
1: Because I I thought that he made um, like barriers that stop bullets or something like that. He's a military uh-huh. guy, and he flies. Uh, he owns or he owned, I should say. Um, Uh, surplus military fighter jets. I mean, the guy's in the business, and that's a... Yeah, he could have been
0: assassinated. It's two to the head, total. Yeah. Uh, Hi, John. I was in Ethiopia recently and met a Chinese-American woman in her mid-30s who is currently living in Sana's Yemen. She speaks fluent Arabic to such an extent that when she is wearing her burqa, which she must do in public there, Yemenites cannot tell she is not local. Apart from Ethiopia, some other vacations she has taken are to Anbar province in Iraq, also to Pakistan. Of course, I immediately thought she must be CIA, so I asked her why she's in Yemen. She said she just finds the culture interesting. I love the food. (laughs) And supposedly works as a photographer for a German infrastructure company. Guess what? She has a computer science degree from U.S. UC Berkeley. Berkeley. Oh, yeah. So I laughed when you heard.
1: <laughs> you know, that the, the woman, uh, she was interviewed on the BBC, on the BBC World News. And she said, I wish I had pulled a clip from that. She said, you know, the reason I, I, I went hiking there is because I wanted to find out the truth about what people say about Iraq. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and know about Iraq. Cause she
0: was, well, was running around, right, around, around around the minefields to see. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah she, she was following her map. And uh, and but she said, you know, my writing. Has she written? I I thought she was just a hiker. Now she's a writer.
0: Oh uh, well, you know, you never know. Yeah, yeah.
1: And 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 what's the deal? The, why did they release her? Does she really have cancer? She has breast
0: cancer. Because they're not talking about that anymore. No, well, you know. I mean, so the, does, the, does, they, they change the script on these does things. Does she have often. to
1: undergo uh, chemo or radiation, or she don't know. Do, or Is, just, she's just Nobody doing, cares. She's just doing interviews. I mean, I don't understand. It's
0: just doing interviews.
1: Stressful interviews. <laughs> Very stressful interviews. Okay. Rahm Emanuel uh, should be announcing uh, tomorrow that he's running for Chicago mayor. So he's out. Everyone's bailing. Everyone's bailing on this thing. They're all out. They they do not want to be a part of it.
0: And, well, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be the bloodbath that the everybody's predicting in terms of the midterm elections. Personally, uh, but it's still going to. I still think the Republicans should get the House back barely. But I think the I think the administration must be a bitch to work for.
1: Yeah, especially Emmanuel. Hey, good news though, John. Uh, it seems like by 2012, airline passengers may once again be allowed to board flights. With creams, gels, and liquids that so far have been banned. Why do you
0: think that is? Well, because uh, in two years. Because it's bullshit? Do you think maybe that's the real reason? Well, no. Because Are they, they will have. They put RFID in the, in, the, in the solutions? Close,
1: close. They will have new equipment capable of detecting explosives in water bottles, makeup kits, or toothpaste tubes. Oh, really? And these will be installed at most airport security checkpoints by 2012. There you go so so I, I just want to jump into that. There was this uh, huge uh, truck stop, if you will in uh, let me see where that was. Uh, I want to say it was somewhere in the south, and they have these uh, there's a new company we need to look at who are making <laughs> who are making uh, amazing things. Just listen to a little bit of this report.
0: Live. 8 p.m. Glass.
7: We have new information on this breaking news. Hundreds of truck inspections on Interstate 20. In the past few minutes, we confirm this is all part of a counterterrorism operation. Good evening. I'm, I'm moving on,
5: Pearson. on. And I'm John Pruitt. Everyone from Homeland Security to air marshals are involved. We've seen inspectors pulling over semis on I-20 in Douglas County. And they've been. I'm trying
1: to figure out where this is, but listen to the
5: report. Using
3: explosive detectors on those trucks.
7: A tip to Channel 2 investigative reporter Mark Winnie got us started on the story this public. afternoon. Mark yep. has been working his sources ever since. He's
2: live
1: on the scene with what he's learned in the past few minutes. Mark. See this guy right here? I understand that device he's using. So the guy has like a little handheld scanner and he's running it against the side of the truck.
0: This is in New Mexico, I believe.
1: Um, Atlanta. Oh, it's Atlanta. Okay.
0: Atlanta. The
8: thing on that truck is to detect radiation. Now the uh, TSA
1: spokesman told us that the federal air marshals are the So le- by the way, it's the TSA and federal air marshals stopping trucks. Hello. How does that work? Need federal law enforcement agency today at this truck stop in Douglas County, but there are
8: federal, state and local agencies involved. The operation is called Viper, Visible Intermodal Prevention and Response. Viper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a, what crock of crap is this? what is the deal here? Are they are they putting a squeeze on the Teamsters or on Wipe Interstate out. Commerce or they? Out. There's something behind it's it. It's it's terrorism. High speed it's rail. terrorism. No, it's a new high company. High speed rail. This is it shows you how inconvenient trucks are. Yeah,
1: and it's a uh, it's a new company RKB who are who have a proud FEMA logo on their website because they've re- received FEMA preparedness grants. You can go to RKB.us and, uh, and then I'll tell you some of the
0: great uh, Well, tell you, here's what I want you to really tell me. you can going skip all the rest of it. I mean, you can play a little more of The clip It's stupid. but they, them, I want you, here's the question that comes to mind, and here's the question that the reporter should ask after spending what hundreds of thousands of dollars on all these, uh, these guys coming in from out of town and all the rest of it, and probably lots of overtime, uh, to, with the little radiation detector What or whatever did they come they are, up with What did they come up what with? What did they come up with? Nothing?:
1: Nothing. You have to look at this company, Smith's Detection. And uh, they have, and this is all research by producer of The Radar Man, by the way. They have these. Just look at this website, Smith's. What's the name of it? Smith'sDetection.com. Smith? Look at all. So they have products and solutions by threat, by market sector. Uh, this is a great company. We've got to get in on this company, John. They have the uh, HCVM. This is the, uh, it's well known in the fight against smuggling and terrorism. Become an indispensable tool for customs officers and government authorities applying homeland security rules. So basically it's a huge radar, um, x-ray, and you run the uh, the truck through it. And then they can see through, like, they, they have like some thing here. It can go through up to 200 and eighty millimeters of steel that's twenty eight centimeters that's a foot who drives the truck but wait, it's a foot yeah no just the regular you dude know, the
0: guys, when they come out a come out as a corpse the, driver? <laughs>
1: the guy the guy drives it through himself but this, listen steel penetration of a foot yeah eleven inches huh what kind of radar what kind of x ray is that that goes through a foot of steel
0: i don't know it doesn 't sound healthy. No.
1: <laughs> they've got amazing. They downwind of that thing. No. <laughs> and they're making these poor schmucks drive through it. They've got uh, millimeter wave inspection, uh, they've got oh, the eco the equo. Ooh, it's very beautiful. Which is this networked. Does, it's just it's an it's an amazing company. Let's see, are they public? Can we nope. no? No, we should be ah, I hope they have an IPO. Wow. Just great it's just great great stuff all right i think i'll wind it up with a little select clip from access hollywood uh because while we are telling you all of this stuff and to be on the lookout for the true terrorists who are uh, in washington who are terrorizing you and trying to make you feel like a very scared slave Here's what uh, the networks really want you to be worried about.
3: I think Moving so. on now to Lindsay Lohan. We asked the nation out on bail. Will Lindsay manage to stay clean until her October 22nd court date?
4: And this one wasn't even close. 91% of the nation said no chance she's an addict who's not getting help. I don't mean to be smiling and laughing as they say this either. No. <laughs> but I mean, I think, you it's know what? a natural reaction. I think a lot
1: of people feel the same way as Judge Eldon Fox, the original judge that said, you know what? Enough crap. You're going straight to jail. Goodbye. The zero tolerance approach. Enough is
4: enough. She's been to jail three times since 2007, and she's gonna, this next time she goes to rehab will be five times in rehab. Which means we have a total of four mugshots, Billy. I'm thinking we could do a coffee table book about her mugshots.
3: Good point, Maria. And on that lighter side, which Lindsay mugshot is your favorite?
4: 45% say Lindsay's most recent shot is the best.
3: I don't know. It looks like the lips have been done or something in the last few years. Well,
4: clearly, but I think she
1: does look a lot more fresh than. And she has. Certainly more alert time. and with it. So which uh, Lindsay what Mugshot... Is the, well, these people should be shot. <laughs> which uh, Lindsay Mugshot it's do disgusting. you like the best? disgusting. <laughs> I know. It's too funny, though. And that's what most of the slaves are watching. No, well, not our listeners. No, no, of course not. And we'd like to continue to bring you uh, real information. Uh, we do a lot so you don't have to. Like watching boneheads from the United Nations uh, Office of Drug and Crime. <laughs> S- setting up videos that they forgot to edit. We watch C-SPAN. And sometimes uh, we even watch uh, horrible new television. Just to find the memes of how you're being mind-controlled. To support us, go to dvorak.org slash NA or channel slash NA. Coming to you from uh, the hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic here of Southern California, where we should have a big earthquake today.
0: I'm Adam Curry. Yeah, good luck with that earthquake. Uh, And I'm up here in northern Silicon Valley where it should be safe. I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll talk to you again on Sunday right here on No Agenda.